This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Trick or Treat, 106.7 K-Rock, K-R-O-Q, and welcome to the Roddy on the Rock Halloween Show. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Halloween's boost on the timeline window. Halloween's boost behind the tree. I wish that Kelly could see, but I can't find me for life for me. And there's Halloween's boost outside my window pane. Halloween spooks? That's racist. And now, I must ask that small children leave, good women avert their eyes, and men take a stiff slug of circus whiskey. Behold, the most hideous creature of all. And now. Hey, you guys want to hear a joke? Why did they change the name of Halloween? Ah, crap, I messed up. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Thursday morning, the 31st of October. Oh, my God! And that's not what I thought it was. The 31st of October. It felt like that went well. Is it raining? No. No, no. no, no, no. It's very cold, though. I wish it would. Very good news right now. No, yeah. It would be be some rain. Yeah, it's not raining. Hey, uh, that was a good start, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Felt good. How's how's everybody uh, feeling about Halloween today? Great. Love Halloween. I was just wondering. It is so cold out, which I guess is good. Is it's that such a California? No, it is. It's freezing. Here's it's the not thing. Freezing. I'll, uh, tell you, I'll tell you what. It's not as freezing. It's, <laughs> it's about 54 right now Too for cold. our drive-in. It's very chilly. Too cold um, for kids to walk around and get candy. Well, they're not walking around right now. Some are. It will be chillier. Some are. Some are. Some Which ones? Do, they do it early sometimes to like really? for safety. Yeah. Oh, Five thirty in the morning. That. Yeah. No. When it's Some dark. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's Five, cool for yeah, safety. For safety. Safety. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go on. Well, you want Damn, to know more? Christmas already that we need sweaters and it's winter time. <laughs> so, anyways, um, <laughs> King of Mexico, by the way, if you've never heard that, That's yes. Terrible. So it's, it's. I think you want it to be. Don't you want it to be a? You don't want it to be hot. For, oh, I like it for at Halloween all, at all times. No, for Halloween, I, it could be. It could be warm. It could be seventy. Okay. I mean, especially for costumes and stuff. I think it's easier probably sometimes if it's not super hot. Sure. Well, how am I supposed to hoard up if I'm going to be cold? That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Thank you. Allie, what are you going as to your party tonight? Uh, a skeleton. Oh, you said that already. Yeah. yeah. Just the makeup and the... Yeah. Yes. I did and... another another uh, round of the makeup yesterday when I got how, home. How'd it go? Uh, not good. That's right. I do not, not um I do not know how to do skeleton makeup. Mm-hmm. So I also bought a skeleton mask as a backup. Oh, great oh. idea. Um, so I think everything's going to be fine, but I will not be doing makeup tutorials you, on YouTube. I just need to you know that. Did you look that up? Did you look up a tutorial on how oh, to do like, it? like 
bunch of them. And it's like a seven-year-old girl telling you how pretty to do it? Pretty much. <laughs> and I'm just going like step by step. And then I'm like, wait, what? How did... No. It's not good. Yeah. I am not a makeup artist. Well, okay. I mean... I mean, we sort of knew that, but okay. okay. You'll be posting your results, I'm assuming. Maybe. Okay. I hope so. Yeah, I, will. I, will. I will. Okay, good. Yeah. I will. Okay, good. Yeah, they're, they're not good. She just wore the a... mask in her mind. I'm going to wear the mask now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, uh, have a lot of show today. I wanted to start with, a, I thought, a, a very interesting story. This is not Halloween related, I'm sorry to say, but it is in the courts right now. A man in Colorado uh, shoplifted from Walmart. He stole two belts and a shirt. After he left the store, he was getting away from the police, and he decided he would break into a nearby home for protection, and a standoff ensued. Mm. He was in this house for 19 hours, by the way, and it was a gunfight. I mean, he had a, had a handgun. It was firing. SWAT officers eventually entered the home and apprehended him, but not before they blew it up, essentially. In an attempt to force the subject out, they blew up walls with explosives, fired tear gas, and drove a military-style armored vehicle through the property's doors. Wow! How much was the belt? So, <laughs> it doesn't seem like all this is worth it, does it? <laughs> no. So, like I said, a 19-hours-long siege, the home is left totaled, essentially. It could not be repaired. Mm-hmm. It had to be destroyed. Oh. The man who lives there, who was not home at the time, the man who owns the house is like, hey, <laughs> state of Colorado, how about a little something-something for me? Yeah. And they say... No, you are not entitled to be compensated because the police were acting to preserve the safety of the public. And I would assume whatever home insurance they have would also say that's outside the scope of what they have to cover or no? Yeah, it doesn't even mention insurance. Almost always. That's 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 a great question. So, I mean, the police are, they work for the government, right? Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. U.S. government employees. Right. They can come and basically destroy your house and you have no recourse? This doesn't seem possible. Well, isn't that when they do high-speed chases and your car is like, you know, an innocent bystander of getting hit by a cop car or another mm-hmm. car? Like, there's no responsibility on anyone other than you for those as well. Your insurance. But they, no one owes you. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Hmm. It just it just strikes me as so wrong. So he, he ended up having to raise the house to a vacant lot. He says he spent about $400,000 rebuilding it, not to mention the $28,000 in legal fees that he has also incurred as he pursued compensation from the city and the police. The city offered him $5,000 in compensation. I mean, that's <laughs> generous. <laughs> which, <laughs> which, which, I mean, if they, really, if they don't owe him a penny, I guess you can look at $5,000 and go, at least he's getting something. But that does nothing toward making him whole. No. no. I mean, his house is gone. I mean, isn't this unbelievable that you could just be at work one day and you come home and your house is uninhabitable through, not from a natural disaster, but just from the, the police tearing it down? I don't know. I don't like it, you That guys. would be super bizarre to drive home and just see... Uh, the my house yeah. rubble. What rubble? Yeah. Where's my house? Yeah. Do you think they leave a note? Like if it like you were on vacation mm-hmm. and came back, like, like wouldn't you be like, wait, what happened to my home? You'd hope they'd leave like a post. Okay, hear me out. Where would it's they like leave the letter. note? Yeah. yeah, just on like a, a piece of wood. Okay, where the front yeah. door used to be. Yeah. In other words, Ellie, you're saying like when somebody digs your car door, you hope they leave a note that right. says, "Hey, if you need any insurance money, here's my address." Yeah. yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. There was yeah. a belt. <laughs> <laughs> and, I don't know. Just call me. It's a long story. <laughs> and a so shirt, weird. too. He got a shirt. So oh, we did get a shirt. Let's not forget the shirt. Let's not forget the shirt. That's important. So anyway, I don't know what my uh, my takeaway is for all this. Don't let a guy with a gun mm-hmm. enter your house while you're at work. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's right. the takeaway. Uh-huh. While he's at a, a standoff from, with the police. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so let's not. Nobody have that happen.
Right. All right. Let's talk and about good luck with the rain out there today, too. Let's Thank you. It's not raining. Let's talk about uh, today's Kevin Beecher, shall we? It's not fun. We don't like it. Doesn't make us feel good. It's going to make you tired. Not going to make you enjoy things. Don't do it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. I got to be honest. Uh, Colby Rebel is a psychic medium. That's whose voice we just heard, by the way. Oh. Oh. That was, that was Colby. Was she Watching some of her videos yesterday. Doing a preview of the show? Yes. Okay. Yes, she's heard, apparently heard the Kevin Abid show before. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was her advice to herself. Uh, R.J. Bell with his uh, picks for week nine of the NFL. See, now he's the guy who needs to be uh, a medium. He needs to be psychic. Yeah. R.J. Bell. Yeah, true. They should work together. Perfect. But I mean, I think she talks to souls on the other side. How mm-hmm. does that help him? I don't know. I watched a lot of videos yesterday. She's basically giving romantic advice. Okay. Uh, that doesn't seem like a medium at all. <laughs> I mean, they, uh, she was, she had a lot of questions about, I mean, a lot of answers about people who are alive. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Colby, but we'll find out when she gets Is there. it worth it to just explain that we had trouble finding one quickly, we like did, for yeah. the show? Okay. Cause that's important because we got one. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> so, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> like, uh, expectations. We got a medium in quotes. Yeah. Okay. 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 Got it. And she's in town. Okay. She's here. Yeah. And available. She's available. She come is alive. She has Uber and credit. And yes. can talk. She All needed to use it. And by she the can end talk. Bean's right. She can talk. <laughs> you guys are the worst. <laughs> she's not up yet. Um, Jensen has get up on this. Yeah. I assume this is wrapping up your this is the last one. Halloween movies. Yep. Last one. Um, there's a preacher. I don't know if you've seen this video yet. That is hitting on the family of the deceased. No. At her funeral. No, does sir. Does not seem appropriate. No, it doesn't. It's, oh, they were it's darn sexy. They darn were sexy, way sexy. Yeah. Even the guys were sexy. So said. what's he supposed oh. to do, right? Wow. He's just a man. The body wasn't the only thing stiff in the room. Okay. <laughs> we get it. You like that? Nah. That felt a little like a battering ram <laughs> to a door that's open. Listen, some kids are trick-or-treating right now. <laughs> a door that's open. <laughs> uh, and a woman who's an adult that will not stop trick-or-treating. God bless her. Talk to her as well. We will take a break and come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. What's happening on this Halloween morn? Oh, I like that morn. That's good stuff. Any of you read uh, the Shia LaBeouf article in The Hollywood Reporter? Mm, no. Not. It's really interesting, and he opens up in it a lot. He talked about his upbringing, his troubled past. I don't feel like I've heard him really address a lot of the things that he did in this article, but he said that from a young age, he was definitely pressured to ensure that his family was financially afloat. Oof, that's rough. And he said, quote, in a very simple way to me, having money meant having a family. The more money I had, the more I could have my family around. That's just how I equated it. And he was a child (gasps) star, right? Yep. Yeah. Disney star. Even Stevens, is that right? And Holes, yeah. And Holes, right, yes. Throughout his later career, LaBeouf um, has made headlines for his various arrests, public outbursts due to a struggle with alcoholism, and finally came terms with the underlying issue after a stint in court-ordered rehab. He said, it was the first time I've been told that I had PTSD. I just thought I was an alcoholic, like a true blue drunk, and I needed to deal with that. I knew it was an issue, but I didn't realize there was this extra whole thing that was hindering my ability to have any peace in my life and my ability to deal with people. Does he feel better now? Yes. That's great. He does, yeah. He is an impressive young man. He rules. He really does. I was so impressed when he came in here and he just seemed like things are are going well for him Mm -hmm. and he's just so 
he's got this like introspective thing with him, and he's he's a good little dude. You know what's even? I don't think he's people. Uh, uh, which is fine. The new Brockhampton album. Oh, it's perfect. Which, which is very good. Yeah. Uh, they say it was fully inspired by conversations with Shia LaBeouf. Wow. Yeah. They wow. said he, he's become a bit of a mentor to the group. Oh. Yeah. We all loved him so much. Yeah. Yeah. Good and we, dude. And we could probably all. Take some, uh, take a page out of his book and spend a little more time on introspection as well. That's right. That's I hope right. he comes back for Honey Boy. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so R. Kelly skipped his scheduled appearance in Chicago Canceled. federal court yesterday because he was... Are you ready? I swear what? Uh, that would be better. Better? Tired? He... Nope. Okay. Didn't have anything to wear? No. Nope. Diarrhea? Oh, no, that's actually a reason you should definitely Had a 14-year-old coming over? Uh, no, he's in jail. Oh, um, Peter's pants. No. Um, How, what's, what excuse can you give when you're in jail? Uh, you are the closest, What? Bean. He was afraid that someone might step on his infected toe. Hmm. He has no toenail on on his toe, and and it's infected now. It's so he can't go to court. He was excused because the infection had cost him his toenail. Yeah, he cost women their childhoods. Yeah. Like, what are he, you doing? They didn't amputate his leg beneath no. the knee, right? He no. just had a toenail missing. However, his lawyer did tell media that he's wearing a walking boot due to the toe. How serious can't get is around this your nose. toe no. infection? Give me a break. I just feel like people show up in court all the time in, you know, wheelchairs. You know, in, I mean. Like in traction. He's, yeah. the, he's a, a devil. He's the worst. He is. He really is. Ugh. His next hearing in this case has been scheduled for February 13th. I hope he lives. Mm. <laughs> Don't free R. Kelly. Don't Correct. ever, ever, ever. Bean, how excited are you to watch an award show that you probably never, ever watch? Is this the American Music Awards? It is, indeed. I I do never, ever watch that show. It's so dumb. But you're going to watch this, right? No. Really? I'll just watch that part on YouTube. Well, what we're talking about is Taylor Swift, who has won more AMA awards this decade than any other artist, is going to be honored with its Artist of the Decade Award at this year's ceremony. And she will be given a, quote, unprecedented award show performance celebrating the biggest hits of her career. And this is such a good night. What even? God. Do you think she'll act surprised when she gets the Artist of the Decade stunned. Award? She does. No way like, she can see it coming. <laughs> oh she does. God. She's been told Why? about it for months. She's known forever. She's what? been... Practicing. I was just here in the audience, and you want me to come up on stage and sing now? Oh, oh my God. God. The camera, regular girl. The cameras were on me when I was dancing. What? This is an unprecedented award show performance celebrating the biggest hits of my career. I just put it together now because I just found out about it. Just five, five minutes ago. What? She should win at least two of the five categories she's nominated in, which would then surpass Michael Jackson's record for the most AMAs of all time, which is 24. By the way, uh, Taylor Swift in Alabama currently tied with 23. Okay. The group Alabama. They were very good and very popular for a very long time. Oh, I didn't know gosh. they were that popular. I didn't know they I were didn't either. that popular. Oh, I'm going limp. My mom. Oh, I'm just going to oh. lie here. Oh. moaning. Okay. thinking about Taylor Swift. Oh, oh, Tay-Tay. <laughs> <laughs> Bean, how do we get that of you? Mm. I know. I didn't even know the mic was on. 
My mom used to play an Alabama song almost daily in elementary school, like really? as we were getting ready. Um, and now was it, I was it Tennessee River? No, it was Dixieland Delight. Oh, Dixieland Delight's a good song. Yeah, it's it's kind of a bop. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. But every day. Yeah. Every day, mm. she she went through a real Alabama face, mm. my mom. Not okay. sure I've ever heard an Alabama song. Oh, you'd know Dixieland Delight. I'm going to have to do some research during the break. I have been to the Alabama of Museum. Oh, Here we sure go. you have. Absolutely. Of in For- the band? Of the band Alabama. Yeah, it's in Fort Payne, Alabama, uh-huh. which is their hometown. Sure. And I've actually went, went out of my way while on vacation in Alabama to make sure to, to get to Fort Payne so I can see it. Okay. It's pretty cool. What real, kind, real what kind of things I mean, did like, like, take you 50, through their childhood They had like 50 stuff? number one singles or something on the oh country shows. I mean, they're one of the biggest bands of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, all sorts of uh, everything from their career, from, you know, from outfits to awards to, yeah, just all the background on them, on all four guys. Yeah. Were you feeling a little hollow when you left? Like, wow, that was a letdown? No, it was really good. Okay. It, was, it was a very impressive museum. Hmm. How much time do you think you spent in that museum? I don't know. We need to break down the whole vacation. I'm mean, like curious. I, I don't know. I was probably in there for an hour and a half, maybe. Okay. When you're 100 and you're dying on your deathbed, I'm going to walk in and remind you about that hour and a half you spent in the Alabama you Museum. You would have another hour and a half. If See you if you still, still think <laughs> I, it was worth uh, it. I will not regret it. I was, okay. it, it, was, it was a great time. Just like the, the Dolly Parton Museum, too. Too, oh, in, I'd uh, go to that. Tennessee, which is incredible. Yeah, I'd it's go incredible. to that for yeah. sure. All right, guys, some birthdays for you. We've got Willow Smith, Dan Rather, Dermot Mulroney, Peter Jackson, Larry Mullen Jr., and rapper Vanilla Ice, you guys. All right. Vanilla Ice. Let's celebrate him all day. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Ah! Right? No. Yeah. Play I feel, it. I feel like mm-hmm. ACDC had that song covered. Mm-hmm. Nothing that we time. know. Nothing really? besides. Breathe new life in there. Yeah. It's Halloween. What was wrong with that version? Yeah. They just finished singing. It's okay. just more. Okay, boomer. It's just more good. Right? Take it, Sam. I don't know if she has another option, Allie. <laughs> I, I will say one thing about this version of the song, though, is you really do feel like you're on the highway to hell when you're listening to it. <laughs> also, I do like that the drum is just like a coffee can. <laughs> it really is the weakest of all drugs. On the to hell. All right, so you say we don't have time for that. Mm. That's nonsense because that's maybe the best Halloween song of all time. Very good. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. By the way, uh, don't forget tomorrow, 10 a.m., that's when your tickets go on sale for night one of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Excuse to Christmas. If you've not yet gotten the word, you want to go to krock.com for all the details to see about Beck and Cage the Elephant and Jimmy Eat World and Young the Giant, Angels and Airwaves, Cold War Kids, and more. It's going to be Saturday, December 7th at the Honda Center. But again, the important thing is, 10 a.m., mm-hmm. tomorrow, mm-hmm. buy the tickets. It will sell out fast, yes. so don't miss out. And for everybody that's going to text me 10 to noon, no, it's 10. It's 10 a.m. It's 10. definitely it's 10. 10. Yes. 10 a.m. We, 10. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's the article. 12 critics choose the movie scenes from childhood that scared them for life. You guys have this in your life? Because I do. And I wonder, mine was Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. 
And it was gross. It's a scary movie. Yeah, scary and gross. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a fan of gross, so I was watching it like this through my hands, and mm-hmm. then I would cover my eyes when I needed to. Yeah. And it felt like oddly low budget. I remember watching it yes. as a kid and being like, is this a documentary? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was very scared of that movie. It was super gross. Yeah. And I just, like, I wonder... I don't watch gross movies to this day, mm-hmm. but I love horror movies, scary movies, but mm-hmm. not, if they're too gross, I'm out. But yeah. is the different, you're saying like hostile is gross or like torture movies are gross, but you like horror, you like jump scares. Yeah. Right. I mean, I you, don't, like, you don't need Saw. I mean, I watch Saw, but I didn't like parts of it. Like, I still put my hands over my But if you watch eyes. Saw, like, would you be able to do the guy's voice? Who's no. It? Oh. Okay. I wouldn't. Because right. uh, we I, were misinformed then because we were told oh, you would. Right. Would you like to play a game? Oh, <laughs> it's like Jigsaw. It's just right like you're right back. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, now that's a scene I'm scared of. So we're watching, uh, my, me and my brothers are watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And just at a very important part, the enti- we hear, boom! And the entire house shakes. What? And we looked at each other. We said, what? And we, you go check. I'm not going check outside. Right. Uh, it was my dad. His brakes failed. Oh no! And he ran and right that's what killed him. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not. No, he's not so lucky. He died. That was really interrupts the movie. <laughs> no, but it couldn't have been at a better time. Like the entire house shook. I mean, the, you're bearing the lead that your father out. ran into your house. That happened. <laughs> but his brakes failed. So right. that's not the point. The point is, it happened. Or did you cut his brake line? Oh. I mean, oh, I didn't. By the way, I'd be, I'd be afraid of this, any scene where my father ran into a house. I could be watching Gone with the Wind or, I mean, anything. And I mean, I'd the be house like, shook so badly, we were all just so freaked out. Right? You go see. I'm not going to go. You go see. I'm That's not going to go see. Terrifying. Yes. Uh, for me, not as scary of a movie. It's actually technically a comedy. Oh. But I remember watching Pee-wee's Big Adventure as a kid and having two scenes in it where I still almost can't watch it. One, Still to this day. One mm-hmm. is when his bike gets stolen from a Third Street Promenade in front mm-hmm. of the bike store. And that clown, do you remember? It's a, yeah. His bike was attached to a clown. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, ah, and his face is gleaming. He's like, ah, and moving back and forth with that, I was so scared of. And then the second one, uh, obviously, Large Marge sent you. Sure. Right? Oh, he runs sure. into this trucker. Sure. She tells a story, and then her face contorts. And now you look at it, it's like the cheapest effect ever. But at the time. You look her- at a lot of those movies, oh, and yeah. they're so yeah. poorly done, at least compared like to today's standards. Yeah. yeah, when yeah. you're eight years old and so yes, scared yes, of it. Yes. And now you look, and you're like, was I an idiot? Was I a stupid eight year old? But both of those things were really scary for me. Uh, for me, a couple. A uh, couple. couple. Poltergeist when oh. when the cable went out. Any time after I saw that movie, I thought, "Oh, this is it! I'm being sucked into the TV. This is my Carol Ann moment." So whenever the cable goes out, whenever the cable went out, mm-hmm. I would run into my parents' room and and scream, "The cable's out!" And they're like, "It's okay." We'll, <laughs> they were we'll like, call. "She really wants to watch God, TV. She loves TV. Does she work for Time Warner." They <laughs> didn't understand that I truly thought I was going to be Carol Ann, and they'd never see me again. Because I would be... Uh, they saw her again, by the way. I don't know if you watched well, the movie. Well, not in the end. Not in real life. Okay. Uh, and the second one was um, my father decided one day when my mom was playing Bunko with her friends that that would be a good time to show his daughter the movie The Exorcist. What? Oh, yeah. no. How old were you? I was eight. What? Oh, God. Um, my dad did some things uh, to scare me as a kid that scarred me for life. This was one of them. Have you told him this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's Does well he aware. Laugh? 
He's well aware because the scene where she's coming up off the bed. Oh, yeah. Famous oh, scene. Yeah. I was terrified, and I knew I was going to pee my pants. So I said, Dad, I need to go to the bathroom. He's like, it's okay. I'll pause it. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> no, don't, don't pause it. And I it. said, can you, can you just go down um, and wait in the hallway for me? Just, uh, just I'm a little scared. My dad's like, absolutely, honey. So I go to the bathroom. You think he was laughing to himself? She's so oh, scarred by this. Well, <laughs> well, he's about to take it further. <laughs> he took it further because when I came out and I looked down the hallway and he wasn't there. Oh. And I just started yelling. I'm like, Dad, Dad. And I started walking really slowly and he jumped out from behind <laughs> oh a door. Oh, my God. No. And I didn't think I had any pee left in me because I had just gone to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I forced out pee. It how was forced old, pee. How old were you? Eight years old. Oh. Has an eight-year-old yeah. ever died of a heart attack? Oh my because God! I'm surprised like you could I have. didn't. I can't wait yeah. to do this to Adler. Oh my God! Well, between oh, that, no, I and think the... it's a bad story. Yeah, no, it's I, bad. I can't wait. Okay. I told you about my dad during a sleepover that I had, right? You told us, I think, in the office. I'm not sure you told us on the air. I was having a slumber party, and all my friends were there, and they brought their Cabbage Patch Kids. How so old? it was a Cabbage Patch Kids slumber 28. party. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah, about twenty-eight. <laughs> uh, no, this was elementary school again. Okay. And my father decided it would be funny as we were watching the movie Annie. To put a terrifying Halloween mask with blood coming out of its mouth at the end of our uh, pool cleaner so he could reach up to the second story where we were watching the movie. So we look out the window and there's a terrifying face with blood coming out of his mouth. Two of my friends left and never came back to my house for a slumber party. Wait, you mean left right then? Called their parents and they're like, we need to go home. The parents picked him up. My mother was apologizing profusely. My dad's just like... Sick, right? Allie's dad rules. He does. Right? I don't know. And he's always that. banging her mom, which is even cooler. Oh my god! I don't think we need to picture That's that. That's the most horrifying thing ever. Bean Show, the world's famous K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I feel like we need to post uh, Jensen's home address. Uh, oh, so oh, what? Kevin, I mean, social media. Probably, today. probably not. Well, just for folks who are in the mood for some king-size candy tonight. We are giving out full bars. Mm. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Will you recognize me if I put a little makeup on? Honestly, we think kids come back five, six times and we don't, I don't notice. doubt it. So we won't notice if it's you. All right. And again, your policy for somebody who is obviously 35, what do you do with them? Uh, slap on the hand if they go for the candy. But okay. if they don't... You have they, a ruler? Uh, no, Something I'm, to slap them I'm, on the hand with? I have. I've been... Just a quick snap. You've quick been practicing snap. with your I hand. Have, I have been okay. practicing on Adler, which is probably a bad idea. <laughs> but just a quick snap to the hand and get mm-hmm. off the candy. And if you if you can drive to trick or treat, you mm-hmm. are not allowed to take a king size candy bar. Okay, All that right. seems fair. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Hey, um, R.J. Bell from LasVegasPregame.com is going to talk NFL action. Also, we have a real life medium in the program on the program coming on later on today in the nine o'clock hour. If you want to talk to somebody on the other side, Colby Rebel will be here. So very exciting Halloween plans. Speaking of Halloween. It's time for a very special edition of Get Up On This. We're going to get you up on something spooky. For the month of October is meant to be scary. So Jensen's going to get you up on something new. And it's Halloween time. Let's all scream boo. Get up on this. It's time to get up on this. Get up on this. You 
don't want to miss. Get up on this. It's Pure Harbor Bliss. Get up on this. It's time to get up on this. Well, today marks the end of October, but also uh, the glorious holiday of Halloween marks the ending of the spooky Get Up On This segment, where the entire month I've been suggesting to you three different underrated Halloween movies that I think don't get the attention they deserve and I think are ideal watches for the season. All right, perfect. So this is the last one. I've went through a ton of titles here. They're all chronicled at krock.com. You, can you do see three, a, three a, every three, Thursday. Three a week every yeah. Thursday. We've gotten great response on social media. A lot of love for Hush on Netflix. Mm-hmm. A lot of people seeing it for the first time. And also the family-friendly Monster House. People right. seem very excited by those. But now up for three new horror movies new. For, for you to get up on. Okay. First up is the 2017 black comedy slasher Happy Death Day. Yep. Happy Death Day, directed by Christopher Landon, who's best known as the writer of my guilty pleasure, Disturbia, which is basically a rear window ripoff with Shia LaBeouf. And uh, he also wrote every paranormal activity other than the first one. And those are also better than they should be. But this is a Blumhouse production, which we all know is a Medal of Honor for all horror movies. Uh, The film tells the story of a college student named Teresa Tree Gelbman. Her nickname is Tree, barely acknowledged in the movie. Uh, She's violently murdered on her birthday by a man in a Grown baby mask, uh, designed by the same guy who did Scream's mask. Ugh. Another trivia for you. Uh, but then she has to relive that same day over and over again. Uh, and in the process, she decides that she will try to stop the murder before it happens to see if that stops the Groundhog Day, right? Uh, it is Scream meets Groundhog Day with a large focus on the latter. There's a very funny joke in the movie referencing uh, Bill Murray. Uh, and it actually was a surprise hit at the box office, spawning uh, a, a, a sequel that's not so good. That's called Happy Death Day to You. Uh, the movie plays with the tropes of the slasher genre, also sort of that Mean Girls John Hughes vibe. Uh, it's surprisingly very entertaining. Let's listen to a clip. Look, I know this isn't going to make any sense. Stop global warming. I feel like I'm losing my mind. You sneaky little biash. Happy birthday. I've already lived through this day. Somebody's going to kill me tonight. All right. Yeah, it's it's In- good. Happy Death Day. A slasher does not take itself very seriously, which I love about horror movies. And the best part about it, uh, you know, I... An hour 30. It's an hour and 36 minutes. (laughs) So that's pretty, pretty good. Uh, Second up, a Canadian cult classic. And not enough people have seen Ginger Snaps. Never heard of it. All right, good. This horror movie released in the year 2000 is directed by a guy named John Fawcett. Who er, this is early in his career because later he would go on to create Orphan Black. Oh, and this is where my favorite shows all started for him, right? Way back before it stars Emily Perkins and Catherine Isabel as Bridget and Ginger Fitzgerald, two teenage sisters uh, who live in the small town of Bailey Downs. A uh, a, a sort of uh, run of dog killings has been taking over the community, and the Fitzgerald sisters, who are sort of this like death obsessed somewhat goth teens uh they have created uh, a pact that they're either going to live through this torture that is life or die together and now they're very curious about who's killing these dogs so they decide to become involved themselves and kidnap a bully's dog from their high school and on the way ginger gets her first period she goes through puberty and is scary and in turn is attacked by a monster well, I mean, that's what happens. Uh, most likely, this is the culprit behind the dog killings. Ginger is bitten, but her sister saves her. And from there, Ginger starts to transform into a werewolf. Yes. Uh, she right. makes the full transformation. She starts attacking bystanders. It is a fascinating metamorphosis movie. And the metaphor is not lost on most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's become a major cult success, spawning an entire string of sequels, none of which I've seen. But the orig- original Ginger Snaps is 
awesome. It's a throwback to sort of the reality bites feeling of movie. Uh, let's listen to a trip uh, clip from the trailer. Out by 16 or dead in the scene, but together forever. United against life as we know it. Let's get out of here. What was it? Big dog, maybe? Did I change last night? How would the moon... Yeah, and it's great. Ginger Snaps. Uh, it's another like loose horror movie in a sense that there's kind of winks and stuff in it. Uh, it doesn't take itself serious. The best part, though. Hour and a half. One hour and 45 minutes. Perfectly <laughs> right on the cusp. Wow. It's ideal. Uh, all right. Lastly, the most mentioned name this month for Get Up On This is someone we even talked about last segment. Direct, Flanagan. Director Mike Flanagan. Flanagan. He's about to be mentioned a ton in pop culture for Dr. Sleep, which comes out in a few days. <laughs> and he's already getting incredible reviews for that. But this is an awesome movie. All right? And you're not going to think it is because you're going to be like, that sounds like crap. No, okay. this he shocked the world when he released the horror prequel in 2016, Ouija, Origin of Evil. Okay. Now, this movie was supposed to lead into the 2014 Ouija movie. This is a prequel, which he had he had nothing to do with the original. But you don't have to know anything about the predecessor to love this movie. All right. All right. It, a widow runs a phony seance business out of her house, okay, where she lives with her kids and she decides to include a, a Ouija board into her act. And with that, the Ouija board takes over the body of one of, uh, of her youngest daughter. It's mm. awesome. It's a rare <laughs> example where a movie, a second movie, is better than the first completely. This, I mean, the first one shouldn't even exist in comparison to Flanagan's. Uh, the movie feels perfectly 70s. They even convinced Universal to use the logo from 1963 to start the movie. And it, this is kind of a very weird detail. In the corner, you see the real changes. You know in movie theaters how you used to see them switch over reels? Do you know that? There was like a little circle. Yeah, they could the... only show half or whatever. It, it was. was like a little circle in the corner, and then it would sort of quickly jump to the next reel of film. Yeah. That's in the movie, even if you just watch it from your house. Mm. And they only used equipment to film the movie that was available in the 70s. So they wanted to make it look very, you know, time period. All right. Uh, let's listen to a clip. Mary, we invite you into our circle. If that's you, blow out the candles. Oh my god. What's this? New prop for work. Spirit, can you hear me? Yes, we can. All right. Yes, uh, uh, yes please. Uh, a prequel better than the original and better than anything, really, from that whole year in horror. Another reason why Mike Flanagan is the current leader in horror, but for one other big reason, this movie rules. And you're not going to tell us? It's an hour and 33 minutes. Ah. So ah. pretty good. So this week, we got up on Happy Death Day, Ginger Snaps, and Ouija Origin of Evil. That rounds out my list. You can see everything I picked throughout all of Halloween, all of October, three a week. See them all at krock.com under my get up on this. And let me know on Twitter, at Jensen Carp. let me know the ones that you've been able to watch with me. Uh, you'll, you'll dig it. And that was my get up on this. Get up on this. That was get up on this. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This is uh, this is Bean speaking of the Kevin and Bean Show. I have one week left on the program. Mm. My no last day. Counting down more than Bean is. Well, I feel like uh, I don't want people to wake up one day and not have realized that I was leaving. Oh, so no, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah, saying I'm, you're I'm really... Just, 
I'm bringing it up for the benefit of the listeners so that they are not surprised when they tune in in a couple of weeks and I'm not here. Right. So one week left to go. My last day is uh, next Thursday. And the reason I bring this up is because Kevin and I have been doing some uh, interviews lately with people, with TV and with newspapers, and they've been asking questions about, you know, your highlights of, of, of your career and the greatest moments of the Kevin and Bean show that you'll always remember when you leave the job. And my answer was, we'll let you know when it happens. <laughs> and my answer is... We had a chance to interview Bobby Boris Pickett on our show. One time. He, by the way, he's Bobby. serious. He's serious you about that. You gotta stop bringing I this up. I tell you, I love this dude, and it was the thrill of a lifetime. Look, as a little kid, Monster Mash was my favorite song of all oh, time. You, I loved Monster Mash. I could not get enough of Monster Mash. Right, and then you turned nine year and round. Then, I was a Monster Mash head. And what I'm saying is when you – here's the thing. It's like when, uh, you know, Ralph was obsessed with – our old friend Ralph Grubb, obsessed with Batman. When he got to meet Adam West, it was the biggest deal of his life. Right, because but that was he, Batman. No, but what I'm saying is because of because of the age in which he that Batman made an impact on Ralph. That's how I felt about Bobby Boris Pickett with the Monster Bash, okay? <laughs> you yeah. just equated Batman with I'm just, uh, my Bobby point Wilson is, Pickett's They're brother. both superheroes. My point is – no relation to Wilson Pickett. My okay. point is that when you are a little kid and you fall in love with something, that is a lifelong love. Mm-hmm. That is not that's something that just affects you deeply. And that's why having Bobby Boris Pickett on the show that one time we did, and God, I wish I could find the tape, was the greatest thrill of all time because he's the guy that sang the Monster Mash. Honestly, I didn't even I still don't remember that. <laughs> Talking to him, nothing. Not a uh, not a big deal for you. Even after you brought it up, I was like, I don't remember that. Well, first of all, how dare you? Great, greatest Halloween song ever? Other than Absolutely. Boy I mean no Ghostbusters doubt. is up there, but I, I think was this working is it. In the lab. Late one night, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. Bean, was he was he like an always horror guy, or what other stuff did he do? I mean, he tried to make a singing career out of it. He was an actor more uh-huh. than anything, and uh, and he just did this as a as a lark because you know monster movies were so popular at that time, and yeah. he thought, hey, let's do Boris Karloff, let's do Bela Lugosi, let's just make a gag out of it because at the time there were a lot of dance oriented songs. Sure. There was the you know, like there was a twist and, yeah. and and those mashed potato. So he, he was just trying he has to no memory except for the entire world that this was in. All <laughs> <laughs> songs that were out everything. He forgot he lived with a woman. <laughs> he remembers all of Wait, Bean, did he do like the Christmas mash? Did he like try other ones in the he same? He did uh, Monster's Holiday was right. what that one was called. Yes, he did have a Christmas in 1962. Yes, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about Bobby Morris Biggin is that he didn't give up after the Monster Bash. Mm-hmm. All right? He and his son. By the way, I'm in, infuriated with whoever pulled this version of Monster Mash because it is not the original. What are you talking about? What do you mean? It's not. It's not the original. It's a re-recording. Oh, really? But my by, point by is, you should be furious. By him, yes. Um, He's mad it's not the original recording by the same artist that we're hearing right now. It's not, it's not, the, it's not the original. It's not the original. He's furious. You just, you just ruined my childhood. Wow. Okay, so Monster Mash happens. And then... Decades go by, and he decides, you know what? It's time to update the Monster Mash because now it's the 80s, and rap is a thing? Now it's time. Stole a bit. Just a bit. 
Oh, do we lose Set our song? Set the scene just a bit. No. Set the tone, <laughs> if you will. Let us know more. How, was around how old when you... was he when when he redid this song? Do you think was it a couple of years later? No, it was twenty, like uh, twenty, uh, a little over twenty years later. Yeah. Oh wow. So, so now we're into the eighties, and right. he he looks around at the pop landscape and he says, you know what? I got another shot at making this monster mash a hit if I just update it and mm-hmm. call it the monster rap. Uh-huh. Yes. No. No. So Bobby Boris Pickett attempts to rap, and it sounded a little something like this. Oh, it's oh, slowed see? down. Oh, okay. All right, feeling it. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, it's, dun, it's the walk nah. this way, drums. Totally. Yeah. Still working in the lab late these nights, but I've grown used to itty sights. I created a monster who could dance and walk, but I couldn't teach him how to talk. My faithful assistant, that hunchback fool who wastes his time in DJ school, says, I have to get him. Don't be a lab. All right, uh, listen. 22 uh, years this is it sad. took him. Uh, Isn't it sad, Bean? I'm enjoying it so far. Let's get in. Shock the body. Shock the body, body. Shock the body, body. Shock the body, body. Shock the body, body. I love the background singers going, Shock the body. Shock the body, body. Shock the body. Can you, re- can you give me back Shock the Body, please? Yeah, oh, it's coming up again. It's no, coming okay. up again. Don't I worry. Need hear, I need to hear the original recording. Shock the Body. Shock the Body Body. Shock the Body. Shock the Body Body. Shock the Body. He's doing the voice of everybody. Body, body, shock. Go. Igor, you idiot. Oh. Yes, master. Bring me some vocal cords. Yes, See? master. I just want to hear him speak And tonight the storm will reach its peak Connect electrodes, turn on the power We operate within the hour Dramatic Here we go the lights went up without a hit. All I care about is shock the body yeah, it's coming up, it's coming up Boat came down, his head went zap Now he's doing the monster rap Shock the body, body, shock the body, shock the body, body, shock the body, shock the body, body, shock. Here's the best part of the song. Giving you a voice now, rap for daddy. Oh, oh, and I shot a million bolts into my brain. Now I'm ready to rap like a runaway train and begin to wave around the clash. This is the best song ever. This is written by Nas. What? No, it's not. No, what the hell? Zombies creeps and cools and turn them into rapping fools. Drac woke up from his nap and said, Teach me how to monster rap. You gotta shock the body. Shock the body, body. Shock the body. Shock the body, body. Shock the body. So, hey, 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 you're talking over monster rap. Well, I know, because... Because we're almost out of time. So Monster so Rap good. did not bring Bobby Morris Pickett all the way back. No. Oh, but he was... Would you, d- would you like to hear... A small clip of our interview with Bobby Boris Pickett. <gasps> oh, you have it? No yep. way. Do you Omar, have it? Omar pulled it. <gasps> Ready? Bean. Yeah. You're the real guy, aren't you? Yes, I'm afraid so, boys. You are Bobby Boris Pickett. Yes. <laughs> this is great. In my wildest dreams. This is Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. We got the man, the Monster Mash man on the phone. The guy Lombardo of Halloween. Bean, how happy are you? I can't believe he found that. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm All so right. happy. Now set up the climate. Nonsense. I, I think right. he's going to need a cigarette. <laughs> so, 25 years later, oh he decides to try again. And he makes a very topical song. This was during the Al Gore years about uh, about the, oh, my God, the climate. Oh, look. Mm-hmm. And he got very politically correct with this one. I don't think it made much of an impact. But, again, the great Bobby Boris Pickett, who's now like 60, 
is doing the climate mash. We were hiking past the White House late one night when our eyes beheld an eerie sight. The president appeared with folks very strange, the zombies and vampires of global climate change. No, it's because they're zombies and... Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Global warming, say oil company disciples. Our math tells us it's natural weather cycles. <laughs> These claims from industry heavies. Let the president rest behind his own protective levies. Okay. Oh, I don't no. see because... I think they could have huh. done a better job with this. <laughs> One of radio's most popular and longest-running programs, The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Kevin, you have a new church to attend. Well, this preacher is doing a eulogy for a family, and the mom of the family is in the casket behind him. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the family is out there, and somebody in the crowd is taking a video of this preacher. And I'm just going to start playing it, and then we can stop it about every three seconds, because he just nails this eulogy. I mean, it's beautiful. I want to say to this family, y'all, y'all got some sexy women in y'all family. I'm okay. sorry, at the, this is at a funeral? Yes. This is a eulogy. Mm-hmm. She's, it's, she's in the casket yes. behind him. And he's saying, y'all got some sexy females in this family. Why oh. would he bring that up? Under what circumstances would that even be okay. something he would I'm, mention? I'm just going to I'm gonna defend it because I don't know where the rest of the video okay. goes, I mean, but I... I think we should address. It doesn't answer. Okay. The rest of the video doesn't answer. Just letting you know, if he says it one time, one time, he's in a funeral and he goes, you know, because he had quite a family of daughters and da da da, and man, what a sexy family. It's, it's, I'm not. I'm not saying it's the right thing You're to say. You're saying maybe he could get away with it. Right. If it was once. once. But, I, gonna, but I still I'm think I'm going to deny that. I yeah, don't think I the s- word sexy has uh, any business being in any eulogy ever. No. Sure. All right. I want to say to this family, y'all, y'all got some sexy women in y'all family. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Y'all got some sexy women. If I was just a little bit younger, brother, I'd call get bold. If I was a little bit younger, I would get bold. <laughs> Oh, is what he said. Sir. I'm done defending. The, um, <laughs> however, again immediately. he may know his crowd better than we do because they seem to be hooting and hollering. It sounds like they're enjoying it. They were at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Until the woman's daughter got up and stormed out. Oh, no. Because no. he kept going. <laughs> what? The person you're going to hear saying, well, what's happening? Is mm-hmm. the person that's taking the video on his phone. <laughs> I mean, there ain't none of y'all ugly in here. All y'all got some beautiful bodies on y'all. Okay. Okay. Sir. None of y'all ugly. Y'all got some beautiful bodies on you as well. He's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is a horn dog. Yeah, this is awful. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what? What is happening right now? What is happening? I might be old, but I ain't lying. <laughs> Still going. Is this a Dave Chappelle show? What am I listening to? I might be old, but I'm I'm not blind. It's like Deaf Comedy Jam. What is happening? (laughs) A whole lot of young fellas sitting inside y'all looking too. Now he's saying the guys look good too. Yeah, he's on a way. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know, you fellas are saying, I live in Lisa, you fellas are saying, what's wrong with y'all? 
So he, now he's talking to the guys, and he's saying the girls are hot enough that you're not talking to them, and there's something wrong with you guys. This it's isn't a singles a mixer. Funeral, it's sir. That's what he's. He keeps going down oh that path. Gosh. He keeps saying, "Oh man, you guys aren't doing anything about it." I like mean, he's he's angry at the guys wow. because they're not doing anything about the fact that there are hot girls there. On a day that they need consoling. Yes. Yeah, he sees it as an opportunity. Oh, he is, he's not going to leave until somebody's mounting somebody. <laughs> and I think it's going to be him. So uh, one of the daughters stands up and storms out, and he's like, at, near the end of it, he goes, I want her to come back in. I didn't like that. That was pause. a bad read. Yeah, that was a real bad read. Can you do the read again? No, that's how he said it. Really? No, yes, sir. Yes, that's how he said it. And then I swear to God, and I don't have this part because it, the audio gets terrible, but he says, I'll wait. <gasps> I'll wait. For her to come back in. What and sit a down. creep. At a funeral. Well, I, uh, I want this guy to officiate Same. my funeral. And I, would 100%. Mean, I need to go to this church, wherever it is, because. This is my preacher. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. creepy? It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This day in history with old man Ruben. Hey, guys. Before we start, I want to apologize for yesterday. I haven't been myself, and looking for someone to kill my mom was way over the line. I know that made you uncomfortable, and I regret it greatly. Good. That's all right, Ruben. I want to get this back on track, and you'll never see me get mad about my mom again. Sounds good. Uh, we're ready when you are. It was 1968, and President Lyndon B. Johnson ordered a halt to all U.S. bombing of North Vietnam. Hey, Mom, can you just give us a second? Okay, sure. Not a problem. Mom, I understand your nipples need baby powdering, but I have work to do first. I love you, and I'll see you in about ten minutes. Mom, please. Mom, get off me. What? You goddamn monster! You immortal piece of... You ruined my life! Mom? Mom? Oh my god! I killed her! What have I done? Mom! I'll powder your nipples, just open your eyes! She's dead. Oh god. I have to get out of here. I'm not going to jail again. I didn't escape Alcatraz to end up back behind bars. What the? <laughs> See, because Ruben's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> well, mom had a rough day today. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's—I don't know how to go on from that. <laughs> that was I a mean, pretty serious fight. It was. It was. I'm very uncomfortable with this. Because <laughs> I remember that one time Mark and Brian ended right? up on Unsolved mm-hmm. Mysteries over something very similar. To the police. That's just a comedy comedy skit. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Don't, come, not, don't, don't at us, bro. Gargling 1,200-year-old mother. <laughs> okay. Happy Halloween, everyone. 751. <laughs> Allie, what's happening? Wow. Uh, to more death, uh, the Jeffrey Epstein case is heading to HBO. Adam McKay, who's the executive producer of HBO's Succession. Huh? You said it right. Nice. Mm-hmm. And director of films like, of course, The Big Short and Vice, which just makes me laugh in this article because, honestly, we just knew him mostly from, like, Step Brothers and mm-hmm. movies, Talladega Nights. Yeah, but now it's, and... like, The Big Short and Vice. Like yeah, he's, Oscar, he's fancy now. Oscar yeah. movies, yeah. He is set to produce a new HBO limited series about Epstein. I don't, okay. I, I don't, it's, ugh. Here's the thing. The series is reportedly going to be based on the upcoming book by Miami Herald reporter Julie K. Brown, who did some of the best work 
on this case. If you were following any of her tweets, she was nailing stuff like before it was coming out. She's like, uh, be ready to watch this. Okay, watch for this. Wow. She she was the kind of the, the one on the forefront of all this. But it's uh, going to be all about that convicted sex offender who was found dead in his Manhattan jail cell earlier this year while awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. In addition to producing the show, McKay is also reportedly set to direct the first episode. He also helped launch an Epstein-focused podcast last month called Broken, Jeffrey Epstein in collaboration with Brown. So he's all Jeffrey Epstein all the time. Who's uh, going to play Jeffrey Epstein? Do we know yet? I don't know. Who do you think? Um, John Slattery. Oh, man. No? Yeah, no, I think he'd be great, but God, I love him so much, and I would hate him in that to role. Be pl- to be playing a creep. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There's also going to be a um, Lifetime documentary called Surviving Jeffrey Epstein, which follows the network Surviving R. Kelly docuseries, which turned everything upside down for R. Kelly. So, I mean, he can't turn more upside down for right. um, him since he is dead and, let's be honest, was murdered in prison. But it can hopefully... By the Clintons, right? I think the Clintons probably killed him. I think when you say that, Allegedly. people believe you. Um, <laughs> oh. But he was definitely murdered. Yeah, I think we can we can say that, right? Yeah, we can guess, sure. He's he was definitely murdered. It's a guess by people in that circle. Can Nate Bravo? Hillary. Can Bravo Andy? Can he play him? He does. Look he looks a, like look him. a lot like him. Yeah. Andy, really? Andy Cohen? Yeah, Andy Cohen. I mean, he's not an actor, and I don't know if he'd be, have that. Barely range. a host. <laughs> um, I wow. I don't know. I feel it needs to be someone. And I hate to say Jeffrey Epstein is more chiseled because that mm-hmm. makes it sound like I'm saying he was handsome. But you guys heard it first. A, Allie wanted to date Jeffrey Epstein. That, that is, is an odd statement to not make. Not at all what I'm saying. Oh. Um, but I think I might watch that if I'm honest. What about okay. the guy who played Hellboy? Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Too old. Too old. Yeah, okay. yeah. definitely too old. All right. Yeah. Back you know to who looks board. exactly like him, but I think is unavailable is Anthony Bourdain. He does yeah, look he, just um, like him. They look very much like each other. Very unavailable. Very mm-hmm. unavailable, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guys, uh, not only do tickets for Acoustic Christmas Night One go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m., but something else goes on sale tomorrow at 11 a.m. The ultimate Britney Spears fan experience is coming to Los Angeles in January 2020. It's called The Zone. It's a pop-up retail shop. It's going to celebrate the iconic career of the pop legend, immerse diehard fans in her real life and legacy. You guys, Instagrammable moments like 10 rooms of exhibits based on her most memorable music videos. Like high school, you walk in and it's just a high school scene. You walk into another room and it's like Mars. And then a custom commercial airline like the one in Toxic. I'm in, you guys. No, you're not, though. Who's with me? There's also a circus-inspired feature room with a 40-foot tightrope photo walk, a live ringmaster, and a tarot card reader. This thing has it all. Does it, though? Yes. Okay. Tickets for the limited time pop-up event will be starting tomorrow at 11 a.m. Oh, we have to pay? BrittanyTheZone.com. It's not free, Kevin. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah, that was. this is not for me. I would never do that. No. Really? No. I mean, not even for anyone, but I mean, Britney Spears, clearly, I, this is not wow. this is not fun for me. Hmm. No, I'm out. Bean, would you do it for Taylor Swift? I mean, I've been to Taylor Swift exhibits before. <laughs> <laughs> so, go. yes. Yeah. Hard yes. 
I drove to uh, drove to Mississippi to see a Taylor Swift uh, retrospective exhibit at a branch of the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that what? they have in uh, in Mississippi. What kind of retrospective are you doing on someone in her twenties? Because she's had ten years of, yeah. of success. There was there were handwritten lyrics and costumes and uh, awards die? and things like that. No, <laughs> Did she's you, alive. Okay, it was, just a, it was just a tribute to a, a current recording artist. Did That's you drive all that way? Just for that. I did. Like, that was your goal. I did, yeah. It wasn't, like, on the way to something good. No, no, no. It was good. <laughs> right, it that's was, what I mean. But, I mean, it was only, I mean, a couple of hundred miles is all. It wasn't, wasn't a tremendous inconvenience. Yeah, totally. Just a couple, couple hundred miles. One, yeah. Just a one-nighter, yeah. you know. How long did you spend in there? Long enough. I mean, just oh, enough to finish. Wow. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Wow. So, like, two minutes? How wow. dare you? I'ma just I'ma just keep it a bean. Out of curiosity, the price for that. That I don't recall. It was it was very inexpensive. <laughs> whatever what I would have paid double, whatever it was. I would have paid double. Yeah. It was a it was a cool exhibit. Yeah. You find cool. <laughs> well again, I mean, if you're if you're into an artist, you wanna see they're Grammys, you know, and you want to see their, like I said, their handwritten lyrics and things like that and uh, ephemera from their career. Uh, I don't even know that word. I enjoyed it. Bean, bean, touch my peen. I think Grammys are code. You know what I'm saying? And ephemera. No one sees you pointing. downstairs mix-up. Some birthdays for you. Larry Mullen Jr., Peter Jackson, Dermot Mulroney, Dan Rather, Willow Smith, and... I believe one of my favorite moments with... Come on. ...due to the birthday of Vanilla Ice. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. Then you got Vanilla Ice on the loose. He's got a knife. Everybody's running. <laughs> He's going to stab people. Because he stabbed people. people? Hold on a sec. What's Kevin talking about? Oh, no, Vanilla let's find out. Let's, let's the loose. Let's knife. Why is Vanilla Ice going to stab people? Nope. No, he stole some stuff. He stole, he like, stole a pool heater and a couch <laughs> and stuff out of a... <laughs> What are you home. talking about, Kevin? I was thinking of uh, stab anybody. Uh, screech. You were thinking, thinking, thinking of Screech? You were confusing screech. Vanilla Ice? <laughs> Not even a singer. With the guy from Saved by the Bell? Yes, I was. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Run around some people. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. One hour from right now on the Kevin Bean Show, as our Halloween program begins, uh, or excuse me, continues, we have... Uh, <laughs> We're just starting it? We have Colby Rebel coming in. Now, you may not know the name, but many of her fans do. She is an international psychic medium. She is a certified master spiritual teacher, and she connects with spirits... To bring, it says here, to bring forward your loved one in a way that will make you feel as they are in the room with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a medium, you guys. Right. She she connects to the other side. So, Jensen, if you wanted to talk to your dad, right. Which today I, you could. Well, I've avoided this. You've for, avoided it. My mother is very much into mediums and, and seances and such. Okay. And so she has went numerous times to talk to dad. And has she talked? Dead relatives. What to is it? Dad? 
Has she talked to you, your dad? Uh, she has spoken. Yeah, well, she's she, connected. Well, with... I've told her not to tell me anything, oh. but she has, you know, done the wink and the hint of wait. Like, why? This would is you not, very I mean, shaky. Why okay. would you not be interested in what she? Because what she I, thought she heard. Because I had a good ending with my father. Right. I everything went well. Like, have I, you ever seen a medium? They're always positive. They never I know, go, but I don't want someone you. else. But I don't want someone else to give that ending. Okay, does that make sense? Like the it ending's does. already good. You like you, the ending? Does. I'm not saying that they're going to be like your dad hates you. You know, I don't think that's possible. No, but they're even not if, that truthful. No, <laughs> she, <laughs> your dad really wasn't a fan of yours. He at would all. use much uh, fouler language. Um, I think like <laughs> if if they said even if they said he loves you, but he's happy about Adler, or whatever. I it's still I yeah. like You're the one I am satisfied with your ending. It's exactly Correct. what you needed to move on. So I said, let's do the radio bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, no. I have avoided it. So if she, if if somehow are we my going dad to out. ask her if you want to, absolutely. I'm, about I'm not your dad. It. Yeah, I'm not against it. Well, I think by the way, and and Colby will tell us more when she gets here. I think she's not in control right. of who comes who through. Visits. Exactly. So yeah. it may or may not be somebody related to Jensen or Kevin or the caller on the phone or whoever. We don't no, no. know. We have no we idea. We don't know. Yeah. Um, did your mom give you any kind of information as to you asked her not to tell Correct. you, but was she? Was she comforted? Was she pleased? Yes. Did she feel good about the encounter? Absolutely. Both really? times. I know more than once. I think even maybe three times she's went. But uh, oh, Jesus, this guy can't <laughs> wait for him to leave. Uh, and so basically he, she, he'll you be like, left. yeah, she'll she'll be like, yeah, it was awesome. I, I had a great time. And and, I, and then she'd sort of start to look like she's going to talk about my dad. And I'd be like, don't even think about it. Say no more. Stop. Yeah. Wow. I know that Kevin is not a believer. Nor is you. Being. Nor is. Being. I mean, I have I yeah. do have space that I don't think most people have, which is there's stuff that I can't explain. And right. I'm OK yes. with that. Yeah. That doesn't I, I agree with mean mm-hmm. okay. I agree with you. It's like the difference between being atheist and agnostic. Yes. I, I don't, it's not that I don't, I, yeah, I don't believe, but I also am not prepared to say it's not real. Okay. Right, because we I both could be wrong. I that's think right. pretty that's open. a yeah. lot more yeah. open than you were a year ago oh, talking very much about so. ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that does mean that all of us are open to have someone Absolutely. here. And here's the thing. I know that people get very upset by this type of thing and say, oh, I can't believe you'd fall for that, or I can't believe, if it gives somebody a second of comfort that they didn't have before that interaction, I think that's worth it. I think it's What's fine. What's wrong with that? Yeah. yeah. So you're essentially, you're looking at it as like you'd pay to go to the chiropractor to make your back feel better. Why not pay somebody to make you emotionally or mentally feel better by pretending to have spoken with a dead relative? Well, I think that question is loaded. I think it's, and I'd like it re You're leading but, the witness, but like 20, and I don't appreciate But like 20 it. years ago, people thought that way about therapy too, man. I mean, things, I mean, that's yeah. true. things turn around. They it, thought that way about medicine. Yeah, yeah. It was voodoo, yeah. you know? I mean, who knows? Allie, y'all, one to a hundred. How much do you believe that a medium is talking to a, a spirit of a dead person? I think I think it depends, obviously, on, on the medium. I think some are complete quacks, you, absolutely. Okay, one. But, I but think, you also believe there are hundreds out there. I think there are people that actually are very in tune to things like that. Absolutely. Uh, how do you think it works? I think it's just people open to it yeah. and, and people that, I mean, think about when we were young and things that we like were so much more open to, but then society tells you, oh, you can't believe that. You can't know. That's not real. That's not even possible. And so you just stop believing those things. I think these are people that never stopped believing that it's all open and out there if you actually give it space. Bean, you don't have any situations in your life where like a door closes or something, ha- you know what I mean? Like something happened that you think is someone from your life trying to give you a message? None. Never. That's weird because I feel like everyone has Me that. Either. Even if you're, really? No. 
But even if you're well, like a maybe hater. Maybe it's just like we don't interpret anything that way. That's possible. Didn't yeah. you tell us at one time when your daughter was very young, it seemed like she was talking to somebody? Oh, yeah, but that was a diff- that's a different thing. Is it? Yeah, I think so. What I'm saying is... Because she said, they, all, they, all there was to that story was, I was reading her a story, and mm-hmm. she said, Dad, Which who's Which is that? hilarious when you think about it, by the way. <laughs> how, <laughs> how dare you? And she said, Dad, who's that? And I looked over in the corner, I was like, my kid's crazy. You yeah, think but, she- that's, but that's because you're not open to the belief there could have been something there. I think she saw somebody. For sure she saw somebody. Like a now grand, I know vampire for sure she's yeah. crazy. No, not now, a though, vampire. It's been, I'm it's been saying enough it years and be I've been able to judge. No, no, I said fam- grandpa. I said oh, grandpa. grandpa. I thought yeah. you said like a vampire. I'm like, no, 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 no a vampire. <laughs> That's a totally different scene. <laughs> that was a weird poll. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think. Everyone knows Kevin's daughter sees vampires. Well, we all know all right, that. Cool, I don't, cool. I don't think that she saw anyone. No, I don't. Really? No. Um, Colby Rebel, as you were talking about, international (laughs) psychic medium, joining the Kevin and Bean Show at 9 o'clock this morning. Although it is Colby's intention and desire to bring forth the spirit you wish to speak to, she cannot guarantee that they will will choose to step forward. Colby connects with the spirit world with complete openness to allow your loved ones an opportunity to connect with you. What if, God, this will be something, what if... She connects with Bobby Boris Pickett, the Monster Mash. Oh, Bean. What, what if that's who do? comes through? What would you do? You would literally have to believe for the rest of your life. You know, what that, would, you know what that would do to me? It would shock my body, buddy. Well, we'll find out and we'll be taking your calls. Hold on. Coming up on k It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jensen came to us last week and he said they had a problem with... Somebody that came to his door on Halloween, and we had this conversation many, many different times. How old is too old to trick or treat? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jensen said that parents were coming with their kids and weren't, the parents weren't dressed up, Mm -hmm. but would also reach into his container and take out candy. What yeah, the? so little uh, you know, little seven-year-old Cinderella grabs candy, fine, but that the parent comes up right behind her, takes his own handful. What's right. up with that? And that seemed ridiculous because if you don't have a kid... Yeah, why are you... And if you do have a kid, it's for the kid. Right. And right. then, then right. we got this message. Hi, my name is Janice, and I think that trick-or-treating, it's allowed for grown-ups and children alike. I am not a child, and I still trick-or-treat, and yes, I get dressed up, and yes, I go to haunted houses all nice and dressed up, and yes, I go to parties all dressed up, and I think that that is the one actual holiday that should be celebrated. It lets you be who you want to be, when you want to be it, and how you want to be it. So stop complaining about grown people (laughs) trick-or-treating and celebrate it, enjoy it, embrace it. What's her name? Diana. She doesn't sound crazy. I was expecting her to sound crazy. Right? Yeah. Let's give it time. She may still. Yeah. Good morning, Janet. Hello, guys. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, thank you for calling me Afroline. I don't think we have any problem with people dressing up for Halloween as adults or going to parties as Halloween or, or, or going to uh, haunted houses for Halloween. Mm-hmm. But the trick-or-treating, that confuses us a little bit. Can you tell us more about that? Okay, what's wrong with it? It's well, a holiday. You get to enjoy it. You get to have fun. You get to do it. Right. but It's, uh, it's okay. Understood. But here's the thing. That particular part of Halloween, that one thing, trick-or-treat, really for kids. No. Okay. It's for everybody. I you see. get to go out there and beg for candy. It's fun. You can do it. I don't it's normally... Like- I don't normally Kevin, ask. You can do it. You can do, do it. it. <laughs> I don't normally ask this question of a woman, but how can you tell us how old you are? I'm 
35. 35. Okay. 35. Did so you dress only... up? <laughs> yes, I dress up. I, Are you... Sometimes I... I don't dress up. Sometimes I dress up, depending on how much time I have to get ready for it. Shannon, sometimes you don't dress up and you still go door to door asking for candy? Yes, I borrow a neighbor's kid so I can go with them, but I still have my little goodie bag. You are a scammer. I kind of respect that. No. (laughs) And sometimes I just, like, I ask my neighbors, they, they work at night. I was like, you know what? I'll take your kid trick or treating with me. And at the same time I trick or treat, I go there, I put my little hand out. I was like, trick or treat. And they give me a is, treat. Is this your one call from jail? <laughs> <laughs> Jen, Jen, ha- have, oh, you ever been, have you ever been rejected by an adult who does not want to give you candy because you're older than he is? One time when I was on a date, yes. They thought we were stupid. Oh, hold, when hold, you were on a date, let's let's back up. Janet. So you, it was, it was my first date. What's the first date? It's a way to find out if a guy is worth having time with. Right, but you for your first date, you chose to go trick or treating on Halloween. Yes, it's like having a date for Valentine's. You get to say, you know what, you want a date? Yeah, well, okay, we understand dating. <laughs> so what? So when you hear people have a discussion every year about. 12 or 14 or 16 or whatever the appropriate age is for kids to stop trick-or-treating in costume. You just scoff at that because you plan on trick-or-treating for the rest of your life, right? Yeah, I'm able to walk and stop walking. I can even use a walker, yes. Wow, you've made plans. (laughs) How about if we all get together and just send you some candy, Janet, with that help? No, I can't eat candy. I don't like it. Oh, my God. What is... What? (laughs) What? Wow, you're bringing the crazy extra hard today, huh? <laughs> what are you doing with all the candy? You just said you don't I, like candy. Best plot I twist I throw it away. You throw it away. You're you a monster. You sound insane. Do you realize that? You should be medicated. No, it's, Why? Okay, okay so let me... I am... Let me ask another question. Um, So you're taking people's candy, which they had to buy, mm-hmm. uh, um, and then you're throwing it in the trash. Yes. Is it you just the, the rush? Is it the adrenaline? That you're getting away with something? It, it's sometimes just to see the expression on people's face. And sometimes it's because they can't say no to me because I'm cute like that. Oh, Janet. You are all kinds of crazy, Janet. <laughs> I think I love her now, though. <laughs> I, will, I, I will tell you, I think I want a reality show with Janet. Um, she doesn't liter- eat the candy, you guys. You are, yeah. you are literally taking candy from a baby. You know that, right? <laughs> literally. No, I'm not. No, because I pass treats, and I, I don't give one candy. Excuse me, Jensen, but you shouldn't be taking the hints off kids when they are, re- are reaching for candy. They can have a handful. He was saying that they would reach back a second or third time, Mm -hmm. and he was trying to stop that, which seems valid. Well, he also does the the big bars. He doesn't do the little candies. King size, right. That's different. Okay, I give the medium-sized candy because the kid's handful, it's like two or three candies anyway, so they... One handful and that's it, bud. Well, that's because you're recycling your candy. (laughs) That's it, bud. That's the thing. (laughs) Hey, Janet, how are you even handing out candy to trick-or-treaters when at that same time you're going door-to-door getting your own candy to throw away? Great question. No, I I go at a little bit of a later time because kids usually pass out by 7 o'clock. I usually go by 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Oh, that's getting pretty late. Do you sometimes knock on a door where it looks like they were giving out candy earlier and they're not now? (laughs) No, you just I break in and take people. the candy? Yep, that's what she's doing. She's breaking in. 
Janet, you are a mir- you are a miracle, and I can't. We were trying to figure out what the defense was when we said, "Hey, we should we should have Janet on and discuss this." We we're trying to think of, what could she possibly say, and I think you've blown our minds mm-hmm. by just just shamelessly saying, "I do it because it's fun." Well, nobody guessed crazy. Yeah, nobody guessed crazy. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Next time, don't throw it away. Send it to Kevin to be right. okay. If you're if you're gonna do it, do it right. Don't waste it. How about I just buy you guys a bag of candy? I mean, uh, okay, it's a separate. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Kevin, you probably were not watching or listening to the game last night. I was the not. World Series Game Seven. The Washington Nationals win it, um, and I was thinking about the guy. I don't know his name, but the, annou- the, the announcer for the Nationals on WFAN, a radio.com station, by the way, in Washington, D.C., called in the game last night. You have to know that this is a piece of tape that is going to be played forever when so the Nationals win the World Series. So you need to prepare for that moment so that you can deliver the great... Do you yes. believe the miracles? Exactly. Uh, That's what you're looking for. His yeah. name is Charlie Slows. Thank you very much. So you have to figure that this was in his mind. I mean, this would be the, if I were calling if I were calling baseball games, this would be the type of thing that I would be practicing the weeks leading up to the World Series just to make sure I was prepared. Mm-hmm. Let's see what kind of job he did and what do you guys think? As the Nationals are a strike away yeah, from franchise you. history and some World Series. Is this history. Hank Azaria doing that character? I'll tell you one thing about this World Series. Yeah. We're going to win. As Hudson tries to close it out. Boy, he another 3 2 pitch. To Michael Brantley, Hudson sets. Do you really hate him? Because he kind of sounds like John him. Miller of the Giants, Mm-mm. who I think is one of the great play-by-play guys of all time. Hate him. This right. is a real wind-up. Yeah, it's a little different. Here it comes. The kick in. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Swing and a miss. And a World Series Game Seven winning Curly W is in the books. You know he had that Curly W in his back yeah. pocket. Yeah, sounded know, puvy. Boo. He, he was all alley. What? <laughs> is on the Washington Nationals are the world champions. All right, here's the I mean, part. he came to life. He did. I mean, this is the most exciting thing that will ever happen. He was a broadcast. Right? Full, full count. He's on the mound now. Here's the part, though, that I love. Remember where you are so you remember where you are right now. No, no practice. It worked on that. Negative. Remember where you are so that you remember where you are. Shock the body, body. Shock the body. It's things like that that you automatically remember where you are. You don't have to work at it. All right, oh, let's, uh, let's switch. Congratulations to the Nationals, by the way. Next year, it better be the Dodgers. But also, cause... it makes the Dodgers look great, man. They yeah. ran through these teams. Yeah, I mean, they did lose true. the eventual champion. Yep. That's true. All right, let's uh, switch gears. Let's talk some football. Hit it, Steve. Because he's R.J. Founder of pregame.com, the exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press, and he joins us each week from Las Vegas to talk football. RJ, how are you, sir? You know, I got to say, as a professional broadcaster <laughs> who isn't in the Radio Hall of Fame, uh-huh, yes. it just it feels wrong for the Hall of Famers to sit and ridicule us mere mortal, mortals. Oh, I mean, oh, see, punching, I just missed a word. Down. Are we going to make a big... Down. Why do you think that, RJ? That guy had a terrible radio voice. <laughs> it, it just Three seems wrong to me. Oh, I liked the guy, by the way. I thought he did a great job with the call. Oh, I, I really couldn't did. tell. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, RJ, um, one and two last week. We don't like to see that, but it does happen. You are in a difficult business. You still are up on the season, 14 and 10 with your picks. Let's talk about this week's games. You've got what Kevin and I were just discussing off the air as one of the most miserable matches uh, matchups in NFL history, the Dolphins and the Jets, and that's your big dog. What's up? Well, listen, any game you can win money is a good game All in right. my book. I like the Dolphins here, plus three. Now, here's the thing. Dolphins, winless, zero wins. But consider the following. Starting the season, there was a sense of tanking. There was a sense of this isn't going to be a good season for us. Might as well get the number one pick. So the early games I don't think are very telling for Miami. Then they went to a quarterback that, quite frankly, is horrible. And uh, Arizona had him last year, just not good at all. And now since they've gone back to Fitzpatrick, this Miami team isn't that bad. Everyone's thinking about it as the season-long But really, last couple games, they almost beat the Steelers on Monday night. Because of that, plus three Dolphins. Wow. So Mm. you're you're saying they're not tanking it anymore. They're actually trying to win some games? Because what happened was they got so much attention for how bad they were playing that it became they were being scrutinized, the Dolphins. And thus they perked up. And remember, they went down to a two-point conversion against the Redskins. And again, they were up on Steelers on Monday night. This team's playing a lot better the last three games. Not that they're good. But the Jets aren't good. They're not as bad as the Jets. There well, you go. You know, remember, we're home and we're getting three. Yeah. So that means the Jets got to be much better. Dolphins. All right. Best bet. Carolina Panthers minus three and a half versus the Tennessee Titans. How come? Now, this is one of the classic, if I could teach the children a few things about handicapping, this would be one of them. All right. When a professional team gets embarrassed, they tend to step up the next week. Because they don't want to have that lingering embarrassment. And the public looks at the embarrassment and says, ooh, I don't want to be with them anymore. Because we all know the public has short-term perspective. So it's the best of both worlds. Everyone's saying, ooh, Carolina looked horrible last week. And Carolina's saying, oh, we looked horrible last week. Let's go. And that literally is one, probably accounts for 20% of the bets I make is that phenomenon. Carolina looked horrible last week. We're going to take him this week. Three and a half as a favor. Second pick. I'm glad that on this program, Kevin, we don't have that. We're so embarrassed how bad we are. We're going to try harder the next time. No, we gave up on that a long time ago. Gave up a long time ago. All right, big game with R.J. Bell. Jacksonville Jaguars plus one and a half versus the Houston Texans. I got to say, personally, when you guys have a bad segment with me, I tend to listen to the stream after just to see if it perks up. So, I mean, you know, that's just me, but I'm a fan. So, all right, we're going with Jacksonville here. And this one's simple, is London is a game unlike any other. And you know something? Jacksonville is the only team that plays that game every year. So not only are they familiar with the logistics, also the London fans are familiar with them, and they tend to get cheers, which is a nice advantage. And you know something? The worst thing on the other side is to have a coach who isn't a really good coach. Belichick did exceptionally well, for example, in London. The coach for Houston, not a great coach, not even an average coach. So we're going to take Jacksonville due to being familiar with this situation, and they're actually plus points. That's the third pick. 
The uh, NFL will not give up on having a European city in this league, will they? They insist on making this London thing happen year after year. You know, it's funny. I'm a fan of Amazon. I've read about Bezos a lot. And he had that the Fire tablet, right? And for years, it was just horrible. No one seemed to like it. And in the biographies they talk about, he kept saying, guys, this is not an option. We've got to figure this out. Eventually, they did. If the NFL, almost like in The Godfather, remember when they were thinking about going in with with Barzini and the drugs? It's like, if this... Can can you get into the bad example file? I'm nervous (laughs) here. I mean, listen, that's the reality, though. Business, if anything, The Godfather represents American business. I think we can agree, right? Okay, sure. And I think NFL, if they don't go international, what are they going to be in 50 years? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they're they're definitely putting a, putting a stake down. All right, here's the recap of the week from RJ Bell, Las Vegas, Big Dog, Miami Dolphins plus three versus the New York Jets. Uh, best bet is Carolina Panthers minus three and a half versus the Titans. Jacksonville plus one and a half versus Houston. Don't forget the uh, pregame.com is the website. RJ Bell's Dream Preview is available on iTunes with college and NFL games every week, and the Straight Out of Vegas with RJ Bell Fox Sports Radio Show from three till four. Before you go, RJ, one more thing, and I want you to remember this always. Remember where you are, so you. Re- Remember where you are right now. <laughs> Talk to you next week, That sir. might catch on. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's Kevin and BK Rock Caracule. Remember where you are so you remember where you are right now. Nope. During the break, he was defending that as a good call. Meanwhile, I didn't yeah. say that part was the good call. It's awful. I'm saying the whole thing in its entirety I thought was very well planned out. But and, that and was the part good. that he pre-planned. That, that seemed like the part he went into that he wrote. Yeah. Remember where you are, so you remember where you are right now? Maybe I was caught <laughs> up in the ex- excitement of the moment. I don't know. Okay. Hey, guys, uh, Colby Rebel is in the next room. Yep. She is here. She... Um, Came in on a broom. I mean, I was really impressed with that. First of all, she actually flew into that's, the studios. That's a witch. Am I thinking of something yeah, else? Am I confusing not, you? Not quite a medium. She is um, a medium. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colby Rebel is an international psychic medium. She is very popular, a certified master spiritual teacher. She is going to tell us all about connecting to the other side, and we plan to include your phone calls as well. Jensen, you've have you've resisted the opportunity to talk to your late father. Yes. But there may be listeners out there who do have somebody that they would like to connect or with. afraid. And for the record, I, though being afraid that my father will walk in and mention something from my past, I'm open to if he wants to come over. I just It's for the radio bit, so I'm willing to try it. I believe in, in psychics and mediums. So. You have stayed away from... Oh, I have 100% avoided. And your mom has gone, and you told her don't tell she you. She said, please okay. come. I bought, I'll buy it for you. The whole thing, I don't go. Well, I'm very excited about Colby coming in here because people who have this kind of uh, skill and believe it, I am fascinated with. And how does something like this start? How does something like this develop? Mm-hmm. And are, are there so many noises in your head that it's tough to get anything done in this world? So I have a lot of questions for Colby, is what I'm saying. All right. So that'll be coming up right after 9. First, Allie's here with what's happening on a Thanksgiving morning. Excuse me, a Halloween morning. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Kevin and Bean, are you guys saying that you are going to keep an open mind when Colby comes in? I'm Absolutely. saying we're going to do it our best. I'm going to keep an open mind. (laughs) We're going to do our best. Okay. We're going to do our best. And Bean, who tends to be the most skeptical, Mm -hmm. you are going to have an open mind? Yes. Okay. Why not? Look, I don't know anything about Colby. She could be exceptional. Mm -hmm. She certainly has a lot of people who have believed in her for a long time. Let's see see what she can do. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that sounded threatening, <laughs> right? Well, threatening. Not at all. Okay. No, I'm, I'm excited I'm, for our guest. I am too. I'm super excited. Um, I'm also super excited uh, to possibly meet this man because I like his uh, I like his chutzpah. Police in Nebraska are searching for a man who allegedly tried to open a bank account on Monday using a fake $1 million bill. <laughs> Sweet. Staff at the Pinnacle Bank branch in Lincoln said he strolled in around 9.30 a.m., presented the bill to the teller, who claimed the bill isn't real, sir. And he said, no, it's definitely real. Then other employees kept telling him, no, it's it's definitely not real. He eventually left with the bogus bill and without having opened a new bank account. The bank reported the encounter to the police and investigators are now reviewing security footage, trying to identify the man because they're concerned maybe he was the victim of a fraud. Like maybe somebody paid him with well, this and he thinking. thought it was real. Yeah, if he thought it was real, he's not well, intentionally... Well, stuff that they sell for a million dollars. I don't know, especially because the largest bill ever printed for public <laughs> circulation is the $10,000 bill. Did you know that? No, I've never Yeah, that's the one with Sam and B. Chase on it, right? Yeah, right? With who? Sam the... and B. Chase? Who's that? He was a the... Sam and Chase is on it? Like a... It's just going upstream? Wait, like, no, what's no, no. happening? That was the guy's name. He was the Secretary of the Treasury, I Say think. Say it again? Salmon B. Chase? His name is Salmon? Yes. I hate Am him. Am I remembering it wrong? How is he I not the most know. famous person in the world? How have I never know? heard him? All right, here he is. Uh, oh, Salmon P. Chase. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, oh, okay. See, oh, yeah. see how it works. He was also a chief justice of the United <laughs> his States. His name is Salmon Chase. And a former governor of Ohio. How about that? I mean, being I've sometimes... I've never heard of a wait, human named Salmon. So the guy Salmon was... Chase. You're not even... The whole name is crazy. And he was the guy on the $10,000 bill, yeah. So he was the guy that was the head of the Treasury when that bill came out? Yeah, So I he think just so. said, you know what? I'm going to be on it. <laughs> it's I'm mine. putting me on it's it. It's all me. That's awesome. What do you think the P stands for? Oh, Portland. Portland. Salmon Portland Chase. Oh, I love him. He's my new oh hero. My all right, he was not the guy, Kevin. He was already dead 50 years when the bill <laughs> came out. He was not the guy. He was in, very they were different. honoring. They were honoring okay, him very by putting him on the ten thousand. Fifty years bill. later, I'm why a, so? Soon? I'm not a fan. Then nominated by Abe Lincoln. Wow, Salmon P. Chase is Chase Bank named after him. Sure, I, that I don't know. By, um, by the way, not a bad rap name, Salmon P. Chase. Have you? You guys had never heard of him? Before? Never, never. never. No. No. Listen to the disdain. Did you hear him? No, no. I was you just guys curious. have never heard of him. Mm-mm. How many books on Salmon P. Chase <laughs> have you read? I don't. I don't think I've read any. But it's a stack I mean, I th- to do. I think I probably know about him because of the ten thousand dollar bill. I think that's probably why I learned about him in the first place. <laughs> Honestly, I would have thought that the biggest bill was one hundred. I would not have thought that there was a yeah $10, even thousand thousand dollar. Do you know the coolest part about uh, Sam and Chase? No, what he created the the slogan "In God We Trust." Whoa! No way! He did for money. He was the one who put it on. Ruben, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, before the ten thousand dollar bill, there were other bills though. They never said no, in no. God we trust. No, he remember that came out fifty years later. When he was in the treasury, he decided to put in God we trust on the money. But then when his came out later, he was already dead. Oh, because yeah. he's on the dot. You know, it was in, is in it possible that we've exhausted this topic? <laughs> I think people tune in for stuff on people like Sam and P. Chase. Right. Sam and P. Chase.
salmon peach chase, you what guys. If he, what if he comes through with Colby? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Right? What if we end up talking to the former Secretary of the Treasury? Who doubted my name? <laughs> that was Jensen. That'd be amazing. Shaking in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Bobby Wilson Pickett and Bobby him. Bobby Boris Pickett. Whatever. Same thing. I kind of love it. Okay, that's now my favorite thing, salmon peach chase. He's a good dude. All right. Is he a good dude? I mean, it seems seems so. Okay. Yeah, all yeah, guys back then. <laughs> Please. He was the dubbed the attorney. Don't care. All right. Oh, don't care. He Just was, couldn't he care. was against slavery. He was against slavery. Great. Mm-hmm. Remember where you nope. are. Nope. So you remember where you are right now. <laughs> Love it so much. <laughs> uh, guys, R. Kelly skipped his scheduled appearance in Chicago federal court yesterday because he was... Afraid that someone might step on his infected toe. Robert. Apparently, you can now use that as an excuse. He was excused because the infection had cost him his toenail. Oh, no. Wait. The judge said, yeah, that's a good enough reason? You're good. Don't need to come. Yeah, you cost a ton of teenage girls their childhood, but your toenail's gone? Oh, R. Kelly, you sleep in. You're going to be fine. I don't understand the, the court that would allow him. I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. Plus, didn't you say he was in a boot? Yeah. Uh, then the uh, lawyer went out to the assembled media and said that Kelly has been wearing a walking boot due to the toe. Are we really looking for toe <laughs> updates right no, now? No, but no one's going to step on a boot. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. This is a ridiculous excuse for Everything. the judge to accept. Yeah. It's just bizarre. He's a garbage person. He really is. What about Simon Salmon P. Chase's <laughs> thinks about this? What's his name? Sal- salmon. S- salmon. Salmon Chase. P. Chase. Or maybe it was pronounced Salmon. Because, Thank you, Allie. Because if you think about it, whose name is Salmon? No one. Right? So do you think it was Salmon? I'm so sorry. I got to get into this. Family we can name? ask him. We'll ask him. Oh, yeah. We'll ask him. We'll totally ask him. That's what we'll bring him back for. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Not yet. Almost. <laughs> Not yet, you guys. <laughs> Hey, great news. If you love comedy, Conan O'Brien and Team Coco are working with HBO Max on five new stand-up comedy specials. O'Brien is going to host two of the programs, which will feature short sets from multiple up-and-coming comics. He's also going to curate one-hour-long sets from three other comedians. He does a lot for up-and-coming comics. I think maybe more so than any other late-night Did host. a lot for Reggie Watts and yeah. Ron Funches and a lot of people he's, he's yeah. put on a lot. Uh, also, uh, Ruben. Salmon fact. Yeah, Ruben wants to know. Wants us to know, and he's right. Mm-hmm. Salmon Rushdie is also another salmon. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So there are more than one salmons. Okay. I, I'm so happy I'm quitting soon. <laughs> that's, that's not you. That's not you. That's, what? Me. that's, that's me. me. You're that's sticking me. around. Yeah. What? You're, you're yeah. stuck with it. You're here for good. What a bummer to find that out on the air, right? <laughs> Some birthdays for you, Larry Mullen Jr. Um, we can all agree, hottest dude in you too, right? Uh, yeah, a pretty small so. group, but yeah, that's sure. True, yeah. <laughs> Hotter than the Edge? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, my no. God. Larry oh. Mullen Jr.? Larry's yeah, no. the hottest, and then Adam after that. Whoa. Yes, Adam is hotter than the Edge. What? Absolutely. Adam's a good-looking dude. He's uh, no Larry. So is the Edge. Yeah, it's fine. Are you, I think you're forgetting what Larry Mullen I'm Jr. looking at him. Like. He's, he's a good-looking dude. I, oh, no, he's the hottest. Yeah, Larry looks like a young Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's the nickname. The Edge is cool to me, man. Well, you haven't seen him take his hat off. That's true. But he does have that cool goatee, and I don't know. He's kind of a fox. He's took some turns. <laughs> Sorry, Bono. Don't you don't even get, you don't even no. get mentioned in the top even three. I think, Bono's, I think Bono's four. 
He's for absolutely. it. Absolutely. He's for it. I do. I think Bono's the ugliest person no, in you, too. He absolutely is. Yeah. Guys. Bono's the heinous one. This just <laughs> happened because I said it's Larry Mullen Jr.'s birthday, <laughs> and Bean had so many U2 hot feelings. He was really ready for that. He was, he was locked and loaded. favorite day. <laughs> Happy birthday, Peter Jackson, Dermot Mulroney, Dan Rather, Willow Smith, and Vanilla Ice. Yo, man, let's get out of here. Word to your mother. <laughs> That's Worth it. it. That's what's happening. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Not going to lie. Been looking forward to this all day, you guys. Our guest is here, Colby Rebel, ladies and gentlemen. International Ooh. psychic medium, certified master spiritual teacher. Colby, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. How are you? Oh, I am great. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah, happy Halloween. And to you as well. Now, we have obviously a lot of questions for you because this is the first time we've met. You have been doing psychic medium work for how long, Colby? I left my tax accounting manager position uh, seven years ago. So I started to do this professionally seven years ago. But I've always had the gift. Why are so many mediums from that, that field? from tax accounting. No, I'm kidding. There's no other one. There can't be, you, have to, you have to be the only one. It's very rare. You said you've had it your whole life. What is it? Uh, the ability it? to connect to the other side or to be able to tune into someone and mm-hmm. just kind of know who they are or everything about their personality without ever formally meeting them. Is that a family thing? Like, was it passed down or just something you realized at a young age? I definitely realized it at a young age, but I got to tell you, my grandmother is so psychic. Uh, she's very, very psychic, but she never practiced it or did anything like that with it. No. Huh. You yeah. consider it a, a gift. Is it ever yeah. an in- inconvenience for you? That's though? what I was going to say as a kid. Only when I'm dating, but no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, tell me about that. So when you're dating, meaning you know more about the, the man that you're that you're going out with than you should at that stage of the relationship, It's you terrible. Yeah, you'll meet someone and you'll know if they're having financial trouble, if they're still holding on to an ex, if they're not really ready for a commitment. And so it kind of goes, <sighs> you, you just, yeah. You're you the go, best wing woman there. Well, the problem, I I am a good wing woman because Mm -hmm. I know this stuff. But the problem is not everyone wants to listen or hear it. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Do you find that you are able to use that information to make better choices in your life? Does it help you navigate well? Or do you not listen to yourself? (laughs) I still mess up. And you don't always get information for yourself, right? It's not self-serving. It's to be of service. So you don't always, you, you have to have your own lessons too. So you don't always get everything. So are these two different skills? One is the ability to read a person and what's going on with their life. The other is the ability to reach beyond the grave and talk to people who are past. Are they, how, how can you do both? Right. So psychic is the ability to tune into someone in the living, the soul of someone in the living, and you'll get information about them. Then mediumship is connecting to someone who has passed over the soul of someone in the spirit world. And so you're like a triple threat. You can do the medium, the psychic, and taxes? Death and taxes. <laughs> What do you remember, Colby, about your first experiences communicating with the other side? Super easy. I was at the age of four and my sister and I shared a room and I had gone to bed and my grandfather came and stood by the bed and talked to me. And it's such a clear, clear memory. And he said, get out of bed and go tell mommy what I said. So I did. And my mom, I still remember the look on her face. Who said that? And I says, Grandpa, mommy. 
And where's Grandpa? Oh, he's in the room. And I just remember a tear coming down the corner of her eye. And, and she, she said, said, my daughter's crazy. <laughs> I'm sure she thought it. <laughs> but what had happened is he had passed away a week before that, but we didn't know that. We, they thought we were too young to know. Oh, so it was a huge wow. validation. See, Kevin, you believe that? I mean, I'm, I don't. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's incredible. Everyone has yeah. said, everyone on the show has said they are open. Obviously, Kevin and Bean being the uh, more skeptical of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie and I are full wackadoodles. Uh, <laughs> but Kevin and Bean, do, they, they, they're open to the idea. They know there are things beyond their control. Yeah. And, uh, beyond my under, understanding, understanding as well. Is, yeah, that, is that what you face mostly? As far as like uh, people's thoughts on what you do? No, I, f- I really, honestly, I was afraid of that. Kind of, tra- you know, when you're a tax accountant, you're very respected. Um, it's great. But when you go to do this, people do think you're off your rocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not really. As I've done this and built my career and reputation around it, mm-hmm. um, I really find a lot of people who are very supportive. And even so, like, I don't mind if someone isn't sure about how this works, sure. but they're at least open to hearing mm-hmm. it. That's, that's fine. I, I I don't mind it. Okay. Are you getting any feelings? Anyone coming in now? There's a, you know, honestly, there's a few... Um, there are a few people, so I have to kind of discern who wants to, who you want to hear from. Okay. Yeah. Um, but for instance, like I know for you, Allie, you you must have a grandmother on the other side. Am uh, I right? Both. Because mm-hmm. there's a grandmother for you, and then um, you have a, a dad. Is there a father for you on the other side? Would you understand that? Yes. Okay. Would you understand the man being? I believe you would have been actually pretty close to him. Do you understand? Like you would have been close, like even a friendship or talk to him a. Lot the, a good buddy system. Do you understand that? Yes, I do. And I do think like he really... When you say, do you, do you understand? You're saying, do, does it I, do I connect yeah, with do that? Yeah, do you understand okay. it? Does it relate? Gotcha. Does it make sense to you? But um, it's a good plan to ask Kevin if he understands things. I'm going to show it It's really a solid uh, <laughs> Well, it's really for our voice vibration and just to make, sh- you know, to hold our connection. Um, he gives me a sense too. I believe he'd been a little outdoors or maybe enjoyed fishing or something like that as you were growing up. Not even a little bit. Okay. Do you understand? Do you enjoy fishing or did you used to be on a lake or something like this? He keeps showing me a lake. So mm. I feel like there would have been. Um, Kevin, you did, a, you did some hiking and Could some it be my camping grandpa? Why are you. Is my, all, is yeah, all this? we grew up on a lake in Maine. Okay, you hang on then. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, see, I told. And, okay. And this so, would be the so, grandmother and the grandfather. And, okay. You hang it, on one it, second. Put okay. Kevin's grandpa, uh, but, put Kevin's dad on hold so oh you can God, talk to Allie's grandpa. grandpa. No, I want to stay with Kevin's dad okay. real quick just because I know, like, I really feel so strongly he wants to get through to you. Okay. He's so disappointed in him. He is not. Um, <laughs> he gives me this feeling, too. I believe that. He's actually he's got a good sense of humor. I believe that he would actually be pretty fun or uh, people would enjoy talking to him, being around. He doesn't feel very open to everybody. But I think when you got to know him, that's when he would let people in. Right, let me ask you a question. Is that how you're reading him is because you read me that way? Uh, no, I don't. I don't read you anyway. But... I mean, I host a radio show and we try to be funny and... It seems like a pretty easy call on your part. It could be, but he makes me feel like it's a different type of sense of humor, not exactly like your type of sense of humor. So he makes me feel like he's a little bit different, maybe a little little more... (laughs) Well, 
the witty is the word that comes to mind, not to be, you know, he gives me that sense. And you would know your dad. I do feel like he was ill prior to the passing. Like, I don't think this is a heart attack. It makes me feel like there's cancer or an illness going through the body. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Okay. And he also gives me a sense, too. Now, um, I am curious. Would you happen to have your dad's watch, or is there a watch that passed down in the family that you would be aware of? Nope. Okay. I Do, do you understand the watch or no? Mm-hmm. I really steal it all of my... Yeah. Dead people. No. Seriously. No Kevin's watch? dad gave me a watch. Is that weird? <laughs> Which was weird. And threw, and threw dollar bills at you. Hey, um, wow. Colby Rebel is here. She is an international psychic medium. By the way, you can you can watch her do her talk show Thursdays at 5, including a special Halloween edition tonight. Right, Colby? That's right. Yeah, we're going to do orbs on air. Is it on insulting Facebook? to you that we think of this as a Halloween thing? Uh... Not really. It, it is what it is. I like that. I like that it's an opportunity to get it out to the general public a bit more. Right, and that's so you how don't care either. And you know, it. it's scary to hear from the dead. I mean, it's it a, is, it's yeah. a, I don't. Th- it's fat. I love it. Sure, but for the, I the, the common really person, great. it's like, oh, that's a startling Halloweenish feeling. Yeah, it's not too I bad. have so few friends on this side that I'm ready to make <laughs> some friends on the other side. All right, our guest is Colby Rebel. We'll be right back. We're going to take your phone calls on this at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. The only thing that Colby has asked us to ask you is we want to know your name and who the person is you're trying to contact on the other side right colby that's right just to make it quick and easy for everyone all right quick break we'll be right back on k-rock it's kevin and bean on k-rock 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 johnson why don't you uh interrupt here i just it's important Uh, a haroldine text she, oh, mom. she I was going to say something, but I didn't. But the, the watch is most likely from my father. But I only didn't. I only didn't say anything because I thought you guys were working with her on it. But truth is, yes, I have, I have recently dealt with a watch that my father handed down. You recently, see? within Colby within, was feeling it from somewhere within a year. Yep. Yeah, he knows that, so yeah. he's with you. And and I just feel like either I don't know if the communication wasn't always clear or open between the two of you, and it would could be a little tense at times um but he wants to let you know how much he does love you and and to kind of almost like he's stubborn so he's just saying listen you know just cut me some slack i totally get it i love you and i see what you're doing and i really appreciate that you're being open about the watch that's nice that is nice that's the voice of colby rebel our guest here on the kevin bean show she is an international psychic medium and a certified master spiritual teacher you can watch her at five o'clock on thursdays live on her facebook or at ubnradio.com now we promised we'd let some listeners talk to colby and again, all we need to know is your name and who you're trying to contact, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Why don't we start with uh, Let's start with Rich in Ontario. He's on line one. He'll be first up in this segment on K Rock. Morning, Rich. Good morning, guys. You are on with Colby Rebel. Who are you trying to reach? Uh, my dad um, lost him about three years ago. Okay. Hey, Rich. How you doing, sweetheart? Good. He probably knows me more as Richard, so... That's okay. Um, You know, the couple things I want to say about your dad, I do... I feel like there's an essence where you didn't get to... um, either say goodbye or say everything at the passing. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Because I feel like... I I feel like you hold on to that you weren't there, or or there's an essence where... um, and I feel like, too, I don't know what this is, but I feel like you hold on to that you could have talked to him a little better or been a little more open to him. Do you understand that part of it? Were you just a little younger when he passed, sweetheart? 
Um, I wasn't younger, but no, the other stuff is dead on. You make sense. Okay, baby. Because I, I feel like you hold on to a lot of guilt around it, and he's letting you know, don't hold on to this guilt anymore. I don't want you to hold on to it. I love you, buddy. Um, and and I, I just think you two were so different. That's the key. And he wasn't even real sure. Uh, I think he liked to discipline or, you know, wanted rules, and maybe that was something that just wasn't quite fitting for you. Do you understand that? Yeah, you like to whip my ass. Okay. Oh. So he <laughs> he makes me he makes me feel like um again that apology from his side of just saying, you know, you know, I'm sorry. Like I I I really feel like he wants you to expand your creativeness, you know, that you're very creative and he wants to encourage that. He wants to give you love, which I don't obviously we don't feel like you got a whole lot of while he was in the living. Um but he gives me a sense of that and he also just keeps telling me that, you know, and is your do we have a birthday or an anniversary coming up in the next month or or two, something like that? Uh, I just had my birthday on the 29th. Okay, thank you, because he wants to say happy birthday to you, sweetheart. There we go. Nice to end on a happy note. Kevin, those were not generic. Those were pretty specific things you brought up. Birthday within days. I mean, I don't want to. Okay. Kevin's still pissed his dad didn't give him a watch. Yeah, he really is. Where's my watch? (laughs) Let's go to uh, Veronica up next. She's in Lakewood. She's on line two talking to Colby Rebel, psychic medium here on this Halloween morning on Kara. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hi, Veronica. Hi, Colby. Who are we looking for today? Uh, my mom. Yeah, that, I was going to say her mom. <laughs> um, hey, Veronica, you would understand. Um, you would understand with mom a sense of flair about her. Like, I feel like she either had a fashion sense or a, a little liveliness, like a, a sense of being really fun when you were around her. Does that make sense around your mom, honey? Um, I didn't know her for very long because she passed a long time ago. Okay. Um, Have you heard about so, it, baby? Kinda, yeah. Do you know enough yeah, about it or he- hear about it? Yeah. I okay. Did, I do remember her fashion sense. <laughs> okay, because I feel like she's got a great fashion sense. I feel like she's very, very energetic. Like, I get a sense from her that she made people feel very special when she was around them. Uh, everybody kind of knew her. Um, she makes me feel very sensitive also was that passing quick honey because i almost get a, a sense of quickness like i don't believe really anyone got a chance to say goodbye to her um no it was not quick actually um do you understand the end honey even if it's a sickness do you understand the end being a rapid decline it she keeps giving me the a fact that there's an a rapid decline baby so that's what i uh, keep getting toward, toward the end yeah okay thank you she also keeps telling me listen she's been around you a lot like i i know you feel that sense of loss of not really getting a chance to be with her or getting to know her as you grew up but she gives me a sense of being around you a lot she keeps giving me wings for you feathers wings so i want you to really start noticing those because those are signs from her honey Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. And and to kind of just show you, wraps you up in love. We have to leave it there. I'm glad okay. you called. We appreciate it. Colby, do you ever hear from celebrities from the other side? I do. I do. Are you trying to bring out salmon? No, no, no. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm just wondering. You know, I always think about the, the you know the Harry Houdini, the famous Harry Houdini seance story. I just wondered if you have ever uh, had anybody who has wanted to contact a person on the other side who was famous, and if if so, who? Um, well, I didn't know who it was at the time when I was doing it, but, um, the mamas and the papas. So Uh I had the daughter 
and it was of Mama Cass. Yes. Oh, died but, eating a chicken bone. But they didn't tell me uh, just a specific detail. I thought you might want to. Know. They didn't tell me uh, who it was until I brought her through, and but then it ended they ended up told being me. Mama Cass. Wow, it was Mama Cass. That? Yeah. By the way, it was a ham sandwich. Let's go to. Um, <laughs> it was a ham sandwich. Let's go What's to happening? Donna. <laughs> she apparently is on line ten, and apparently I am married to her. Oh, oh, yeah. oh great! Because <laughs> this is my wife, Donna Hi, Baxter. Donna. Hi, Colby. Thanks for chatting with me. Oh, my goodness. My pleasure. What can I do for your, you this morning? Your readings have been so amazing. Well, I did not know this man, but he is my great Uncle Harry. And um, so many of us have been trying to reach out to him. How come? Because in the 30s, he walked out of his house with his children and his wife to go get some milk and then a loaf of bread and never came back. Wow. So, and his children are still alive today and nobody knows what happened to him. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's hard to say cause you're not going to be able to validate it. Right. That's the only trouble. So on, you just got to okay. kind of go with what I get. <laughs> Um, and, well, maybe, and maybe, maybe you'll get my dad instead or something. But, well, one um, thing I get around him. See, I, I don't when I tuned in, I don't feel like he ran away. I don't think that this was like, let me get out and let me start a new life. I, I, I unfortunately feel that he passed away um, I've, uh, that evening because I feel like he got into either there's a uh, what, what is that called, Allie? Um, a slide? No, uh, 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 when someone goes off the side of a road into oh, a... into a ditch? A ditch. Uh, I believe that there either had been like an, an area or wooden area or a ditch or something around where he lived. Just because okay. I, I feel like he got stuck there and lost there. And again, the technology wasn't around at that time but to kind of sort out. they never found the body, though, in, in No, years? I don't believe they found that body, did they? Whoa! You killed yeah. you killed um, Uncle Harry. I don't I think know. that's what we're saying. I, I like believe, him better yeah. on a slide. I believe Nobody it, ever found him. No, I believe that this was a natural. But I is there woods around where he grew up, or or like off the road that you do you understand that? Because it just no, yeah, I I absolutely do. Yeah. I remember you know the area that he lived was um, was very farm like. Yeah. So um, yeah, right. but his, mystery his, solved. His you better call the relatives. Family. I mean, this is we just we just became serial. We're the serial podcast. We are. So, we just solved a murder. But I I solved a murder. I feel Thank like you. this. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's important though for it's important for the family. Yeah, to know, to know that he didn't run, run away. Yeah. I I sure. he did not run away. He he really didn't. He cared about his family, and he was a hard worker. Um, mm-hmm. okay. And, we're and, gonna have to wrap okay. it there. Colby, there you go. Thank you, Donna. <laughs> Thanks, Colby. Bye. You're welcome, babe. Oh, Donna's See the you best. later. She is. Colby, um, I know we just scratched the surface I know. Here, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I just got something from Mama Cass. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wants everyone to know that ham sandwich thing mm-hmm. is not real. It was heart failure, so y'all can just suck it. She was in a bathtub. She, I, know. I mean, come on. <laughs> How much do we know about Mama Cass? What's happening? International psychic medium, certified master spiritual teacher. You can see her today on her Facebook page or ubnradio.com. The name is Colby Rebel on Twitter at Psychic Rebel, and the website is the same, psychicrebel.com. Happy Halloween, Colby. Thanks for coming in. Thanks a lot, you guys. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K Rock. Q. Hey, Allie. 
Maybe. You still chatting with your grandparents, or can you put them on hold for a second for what's happening? I'm mad that I didn't get a watch from either of them, too. Seriously. Kevin and I are just watchless. Where's my watch? Jensen over there Stupid hoarding Jensen all the watches. Has a watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so you know, the backstory is is that I found my father's watch last year before my wedding, and I wore it to my wedding. Okay. Uh-huh. And it was like a big deal in the family. So. And then, and then she came up with a watch. <laughs> that was kind of weird then. But I just want to say she came up with it for me. Right. And that's why I stayed out of it. I didn't say anything. And then my mom, the Harold Dean factor, texting me, that's you, that's you, that's you, over and over again. <laughs> but I feel like, look. It, and then she her... wrote after, she said, she's going to say cancer, watch. <laughs> Which in, was uh, amazing. In her defense, though, when you're communicating with the dead, the fact that you were wrong by four feet. Yeah, it's not the person, much. It's, I mean, it's. You know, the spirits are in the room, right? And also if, imagine if you all believe the spir- what she's doing. And yeah, if you believe what she's doing, all of them are yelling at her, like, tell about the watch. Like, you know, <laughs> right. and then I would near a lake. Like, everyone just are yelling. Like, elbowing things. each other. Yes. Get- <laughs> they take numbers like a deli. <laughs> um, it's my turn. They run up. Well, happy Halloween, everybody. It's so dumb. Psychic deli. It's a show I now need. By the way, I could easily sell that. Psychic deli. It so bad. Two seconds, I could sell that. Guys, we talked about this earlier. If you were hoping to fly somewhere on the cheap, you can do it today. JetBlue, or as I call them, JetBoo. It's Halloween. Um, is offering, You're a loser. Okay. $31 domestic flights today only. They're calling it the monster sale. Travelers can book a one-way flight anywhere in the United States, including Puerto Rico and U.S. Virgin Islands. The only catch? You can't ever come back. Your travel needs to take place today. So you need to leave today. So I have the website up mm-hmm. and I am doing, okay, JetBoo fly within the U.S. on 1031 for $31 one way. Okay. okay. So. Where can we go? Where do you want to go? I'm let's putting go, from Los Angeles let's go to New York. Area. That's an expensive okay. ticket. Yeah. NYC. Okay. I'd like to fly into JFK if Select there's a date between today. that and LaGuardia. So if, if just so we, we get specific. Um, yeah. When do you want to return? I'd like to come back in a few days. I'd like okay. To, I'd like to spend three days there. Now is it Why 31? don't you just take the weekend? Yeah, good point. Okay, so you come back on the third. Yes, thank you. Okay, search flights. Mm-hmm. Just checking. You'd like to fly today? Well, yeah, that's your special. I'm what? yelling at. I'm yelling at. Why are you yelling? Uh, oh. Our best fare is guaranteed in three, two, one. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, this is, uh, this I... is Ali's new feature. I book travel for Jensen <laughs> on the air. Yesterday, I went to Taco Bell to get the free taco, <laughs> and because uh, you know they, they gave it away for the World Series, sure. and I walked and I said like a, uh, the free Doritos Locos Tacos, please. She said, please. Okay, great. She goes, that'll be seven dollars and sixty-seven cents. I said, no, what? And she said, you wanted three Doritos. I said, no, free with an F, free. And then she said, okay. And then she said, it'll be two sixty-seven. And I said, what? She said, you just want the one? And I said, no. I, she goes, oh, the promotion? And I go, yeah. Then she just handed me a taco. <laughs> it was the oddest, most Bed Bath & Beyond exchange I've ever had. I was like, what is she saying? Okay, you got to stop talking because I need you to make this flight Thanks, at 1136 okay. I, oh, bye, I, to JFK. And okay, then what I'm happens on the way that. back? And then uh, here's the thing. Who then can I, get to the airport in two I hours know, it's here? Impossible, okay, there's but... other flights. Okay. There's okay. a few others. So on the way back. On the way back. Oh, okay, wait. Just pick one. I mean, this okay. is really... It's going to wind up being about 400 bucks. That's a good deal. Which is not much no. for a flight to New York that last and back. minute. Yeah, good deal. Right? Good job, JetBoo. JetBoo. What about me? I can leave uh, this afternoon between 3 and 4. <laughs> okay. And I'd like to come back between 5 and 6. Do you want an aisle seat or window? Aisle, <laughs> please. Okay. Oh, you want to go to New York as well? Yes, please. We're all okay. going. <laughs> all right. We're all going. No, I'm just kidding, Allie. You can... No, I'm going to look no, it I'm up saying, for you. But you I got Allie just... working so hard here. Yeah, yeah I just, I really want to make this flight come true for you. <laughs> right, but you have, you know, you have other stuff. Do I? Yeah, I, that's my question. 
I don't really. Okay, uh, I have a 2.30 p.m. flight for you. Gets into JFK at 10.49 p.m. Five okay. seats left at that price. Fantastic. When would you like to return? Sunday as well? I mean, she's doing all this work. I mean, I could get you a $314 flight back That's on Sunday. That's not bad, dude. The whole that is pretty good. Kevin, it's, take it's, off. It's at 6 a.m., but you want it? Um, Kevin, buy it. No. Okay. All right. Bought it. Done. <laughs> Finished. This is going to be a blast. See you Monday. <laughs> See you Monday. Wouldn't that be so sad? It's Beans last week, and we're like, sorry, guys. We're all taking off Friday. Bean, you still there? He's peeing. Is he? Yeah. Bean. I have a, I'm like a medium. I feel when be- Bean's peeing. Plus, Bean he also really type, leave? He also pee. type got to pee. Yeah. Yeah. Kidding. No, I would have too, by the way. I- <laughs> well, first, I started drinking when Allie started doing all the travel reservations. Right. Okay. And then I drank so much that I had to pee. The travel agent chunk made right, me yes. have to pee too. I didn't realize the salmon pee chase chunk was going to be the best part of the whole show today. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, do any of you think with your significant other that. They're sometimes choosing not to hear you, that they have selective hearing. That's what she thinks about me. That well, you don't listen Danielle to Danielle thinks that you I have selective hearing, and the truth is I don't. I almost don't hear anything. Well, Danielle... Are you deaf? Yeah, I, I'm close to deaf, yeah. Really? Because rapping, because I was always in the studio with loud music and stuff, and so I can't hear a lot, and she thinks I pick and choose. And I don't. I can't hear anything. I mean, listen up, Danielle. <sighs> There's a study out. Men will not hear what their partner is saying seven times per week. Oh, I'd probably beat that. Women do the same six times per week. So we're kind of Pretty on the same, uh, same level. But more than half of the UK adults polled said they were concerned that their partner's selective hearing could be due to genuine hearing loss. That's, That's sweet. very sweet of the people in the UK. <laughs> and 40% said they know for sure that their partner has legitimate hearing issues. The other ones are smart. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? <laughs> Bean, come on. This is not a joke. Yeah. At least a dozen times a week. Mm-hmm. A dozen. Yeah. I say, uh-huh. And just, I don't know what she's saying. But that's not paying attention, right? No, I, I'm, not I'm trying to hear her. Oh, okay. But I just go, yeah, sure. I, because I, I can't even hear what she's saying. I just, I don't want to admit I can't hear her anymore because I'm so embarrassed. So you say, uh-huh, so she'll go on and you can sort of... Then I'll try to pick it apart, yeah. yeah. Are you embarrassed that you don't hear her or that you weren't listening? No, I am listening. I'm like... Atten- I, 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 sometimes, she, if she has her head turned, uh-huh. I can't hear a thing. So You're she'll be walking... Deaf, yeah, dude. she'll be walking away to the kitchen and be like, ah, right, right. and I'll go, yeah, absolutely. Like Because I Have just can't admit it Have you thought about getting your hearing so tested? So that's the thing. Okay, so here's the thing. So I go get my hearing tested. They yeah. go, it's not... We don't have a ton of loss. Right. But that's because I can't hear when another sound is going on. So if I'm taking a hearing test and I have the headphones on, I'm totally fine. Yeah. But if I'm like clued into it. Yeah. But if I'm at like Staples Center and someone's trying to talk, or I'm near like a, a TV and she's trying to talk to me. I, I can barely hear. Did they do? Allie, can you find a, a quiz or something yeah, that you on. can do it online? Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Is it right $31 now? there? I'm going to have you fly to uh, Spokane. <laughs> Thank you. Take the test. <laughs> Here's my question for you because I. Go ahead. I don't know if I should. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Because I'm so disgusted by those pimple popper videos that this will make no sense to you. Okay. Okay. I'm obsessed with those videos yeah, where they clean time. out your ear canals. Oh, oh, right. And that would help me. And probably. it would totally help. You're right. And they do it in a way that at the end people are like, "Oh my god, I can hear." Yeah, they pull out like, like a honeycomb. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yes. I should do that. You're right. 
I think we should all do that. We should have a doctor come in and do it live on the air. I'm 100% willing. It is fascinating to watch. All except for that part where it's live on the air. I'll do it. Okay, we can do it off the air. Yes, there you go. But, I mean, the stuff that they will pull out. And we all like think, okay, we take care of ourselves. candy bar. We're clean people. Like, I use the Q-tips, Malaysian which plane. is the you, <laughs> Q-tips. Is the Malaysian plane. <laughs> Q-tips are the worst thing you could possibly use. Know, right. Because you're just day. packing it in, packing it in. I can't even imagine what I've packed in this year. Okay. Right? No, no one sees that. No one sees that, Allie. Yeah. Doing right. the... Sign for Why do some people tune out? I'm just saying, have you ever thought about getting your ears completely cleaned out by a earologist? I'm, I'm open to do it. An earologist. They have names. I can't think of it. I'm, I'm open audiologist. to audiologist. Audiologist. We should get one. Mark in it down. Here. I'm willing. <gasps> oh my God. I can't wait to remember see Remember where you are. So you remember where you are right now. Oh, I can't wait till my last day next week. <laughs> that's not uh, you. What? Again, that's uh, not you. What? Bean, not Bean you. is. You're, you're stuck with her. Yeah. yeah. Bean's last. Uh, me? <laughs> I thought you just went the whole show. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yes. Did I say that all the time? That is <laughs> upsetting. I mean, you are oh, leading this I really entire am. caravan right oh, straight to Oh, should we hell. go back to Salmon Talk and which you two <laughs> no. members the hottest? Because no. you two were all playing a big part in that. We all agreed that Bono's the ugliest. Just Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. when you say ugliest, he's just not up to par. With he's the, the least attractive, The yes. fact, though, that Bean said, oh, no, Adam is the best looking, and Kevin said the edge. No, Anyone... I said Adam was second best looking after Larry. I said the edge. You I did. I think the edge okay. is best looking. Okay, then, Bean, you're the smart one that knows that Larry is the best yeah, looking. Larry's absolutely I think Larry's yeah. two, Adam's three, Bono fourth, the caboose of ugly. Oh, my God, you're insane. Adam? Like, no. That's just, I can't. I can't work with these people. I'm so glad that Thursday is my last day. <laughs> it's not you. <laughs> All right, some birthdays for you. Peter Jackson, Larry Mullen Jr., Dan Rather, Willow Smith, Dermot Mulroney, and... Vanilla Ice. It's totally different. It's a rap song. It doesn't sound anything like there. And just to prove his point, Vanilla breaks it down and <laughs> sings the dings. Ding, 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 diggy, ding, ding. Ding, 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 diggy, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. That's the way theirs goes. Ours goes ding, 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 diggy, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, 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 diggy, ding, ding. That little bitty change. It's not the same. I wish he did that in a court of law. <laughs> and the judge was just like, I'm sorry, one more time? Do it again? That's phenomenal. I didn't you hear you. Do it again. Oh, I love that so much. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Allie. Drive home today. Listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness and the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, we are going to ask you, do you hate follow anyone on social media? Jensen. You hate them, I do. Yeah, but you follow so weird. them. I do. It's so weird to me. Uh, some of the streaming services are starting very soon, including Disney+. Plus. We'll have Michael Snyder from uh, Variety in. And it's Friday, so we're going to do Keep It 100 as well tomorrow morning. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world-famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.